0: Second episode with a professional, <laughs> like <laughs> actually mixing it.
1: Dude, I really like that. uh That last episode we did with um, Jeremiah.
0: Yeah, yeah that, sh- that, that was sounds good. good. I'm happy about that. Yeah, it's, we actually it was were, a good episode. I'm happy about that. Like it, like he said he was down to come, and I was like, okay, like uh, come on through, and we'll see what to talk about, and just boom, worked out really well.
1: He's so relaxed, like because I remember when, like as a kid, you always think that the adults are going to be, you know. They don't know what the hell they're talking about, <laughs> and they're just gonna be very like it's gonna be very much professional. And Jeremiah didn't feel like that at all, he just seemed like a he seemed like someone I would normally hang out with,
2: just older,
3: mm-hmm. right?
2: And I was like, That's cool, he's like talking about Halo, he's talking about everything. I was like, Dude,
3: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm
2: not sure exactly what the age is, but there's an age where you realize that, oh, yeah, they we're, we're we've all been that age, <laughs> uh-huh. we've all been the kids thinking our the generation before us was you know gonna be they,
0: dry uh-huh.
2: well or yeah or just different somehow mm-hmm. have, somehow the life experiences they have are, are, are less than yeah. mm-hmm. that's uh, that's just that's part of that's part of youth that's part of being naive dang I, think.
0: <laughs> I like that too y'all keep that I know, that right? <laughs> <laughs> are you recording now?
1: I'm cool with that we could probably play that and then play the intro oh and then go back <laughs> and the podcast uh, that'd be sick that would be cool <laughs>
0: Welcome to That's Dope, the podcast where we talk about dope things. This is the last episode before I move. Yeah, man. It's, I'm it's, sad. It's a bittersweet type of thing. Yes. Also, I have a hangover. <laughs> I can tell. You. Thank you. But,
1: but, 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 uh, you get ready to I do
0: this? Yes, go ahead. All right, check this out.
1: So today, season finale. Yeah. Season one, That's Dope. Yeah. We got another. another. Okay, you're a messy. We Legendary. got Justin <laughs> Just Cook, cook. Uh-huh. in the house. Hey, <laughs> there it is. That is, <laughs> this, is insane. this is still like tripping me out. <laughs> That's super <pretty> cool. <laughs>
0: Man, I'm super happy that you came through. Oh, hey, that. no problem. It means a, a lot, you know. Like you, you, know, even though we work together, I always looked up to you at the office and before the office too. Oh wow, yeah. thanks. And I mean, I still look up to you now in GTA. <laughs> like one day, <laughs> you tell I'll me your level, right? A lot. Yeah, yeah We're like... the same height.
2: We're the same. You don't have to look up at all. You,
0: just, <laughs> you know, look I can't. Across. I can't afford anything though. <laughs> my... I'm still right. struggling, and I'm like, how do I get money enough to afford a helicopter? I've recently.
2: Discovered Pelican. Uh, what is it? Uh, have you ever heard of this guy? Uh, what is it? It's a YouTube guy, uh-huh. uh, and he does these uh, something Pelican. Anyway, he's got kind of like a gang of like three guys, uh-huh. and w- there's one guy who has all the money apparently, and then the one guy who's the sketchy, like always blows something up, uh-huh. and then you know, kind of his character. And uh, modest pelican. That's the name. Modest of it. pelican. I don't, I, I, the guy doesn't need my help, but he's <laughs> absolutely hilarious. But it's the same kind of thing. They've uh-huh. got like their little crew, just <laughs> like we've got our little crew. I love it's, it. Uh, yeah,
0: it's been fun, honestly. Like, yeah, like honestly, you guys gotta get on GTA Online. Like, I, I, you infused the life into it for us, <laughs> us and I appreciate. It. You know, I was like, oh, I'm good, but then. I learned that there's a lot to love in GTA. It's a
2: pretty cool. I mean, you know, uh, you guys were talking about uh, uh, video game simulators in your last episode. Yeah, yeah. And, uh... You know, GTA and Red Dead Redemption Online, uh, both of them have very much that kind of... It's it's really, I suppose, maybe an introductory level into the simulator experience, yeah. but <laughs> you very much get to... I mean, you get to decide if you're a collector, you get to decide if it's, you know, all these kinds of things and the, all the different cars to collect and mm-hmm. all the different properties and all that. It's it's kind of... A, I, like, I, I think I like it for that very specific aspect.
0: Yeah, I was about to ask, like, how come GTA or Red Dead really, you know, these Rockstar games, because... You know, like, like you know, there's been many times where we're like, oh, you should play this with us. But we're like, nah, let's just go back to the GTA, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what God's
1: always
2: saying. He's like, yeah, he, he's playing GTA right now. He's not going <laughs> to. I know. I've, I've had people that have suggested other games, and, and it's been games that they've been heavily involved in and this kind of thing. And I, I aside from, like, the, you know, the booster uh, aspect of doing something, of getting another game like that because someone was involved in it. I I find no other really any. I don't. I invest into the story of these games, Mm -hmm. so and they all have these deep stories that go into it, and Mm -hmm. and it's necessary because you're involving yourself in this thing for a hundred hours or more. Mm -hmm. So there needs to be something to grab onto, and if if there's not, it's usually not a very popular game. True, but if it is, then you invest, and I, I, perhaps I, perhaps it's my age. I'm not sure what, (laughs) but I. I have limited room for these investments, mm-hmm. right? Right. You know, and uh, and GTA I've been investing in now for well, I guess 2013 for one year. I did the uh, the uh, the campaign, the single uh, player the single player okay. in how did you, quotations. How would um, you
1: feel about that? Because I loved it. I remember Jeremiah said he wasn't really about it, and that kind of hurt me
2: <laughs> oh, the, uh-huh. because of the three characters. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was wild. Yeah. I thought I thought that was great. Mm-hmm. I, I was. I honestly, I didn't see it coming. Uh, again, I'm not like I'm not into the gamer universe nearly as much as what I know you guys are and, and as Jeremiah. I don't I'm not into it that much. So for me it was like, oh wow, okay, this is how you better what you what you best what you did last time. Mm-hmm. Last time GTA you got 4 was to cool. Yeah. Right. And I should remember that. See I missed GTA four. Uh, I started dating who would eventually be my wife. Uh, and I was oh, meeting wow. uh, who would eventually be Poked my stepson. More important and things, so right? <laughs> For sure. Uh, I just... Well, I was focused on entertainment, I'm sure, at the time as well, just not GTA 4. I just missed that one. And I owned it. uh, And and it's funny, because here's another connection to that last episode. Uh, uh, But this was also during a period of time that I was falling out of love with the Xbox and falling back in love with PlayStation. Hey, the master. (laughs) And... uh, So and, and, and to be fair, PlayStation was really, even as old as I am, PlayStation was the one that brought me in originally to play games in the first place. I grew up in an age of Atari, and... Uh, and at my household we didn't have video games that wasn't a thing if we and then eventually when we did bring video my parents did bring video games into the house they brought in uh, Texas Instruments version of a game console oh. which was basically taking games and then putting an educational slant on Uh-oh. it like <laughs> like there'd be TI invaders but you wouldn't you know you'd have to do math equations so to get Lord, to get ammunition get you know you got PTSD that's <laughs> why it's like <laughs> So it wasn't until <laughs> Jet Moto 2 uh, on PlayStation, I guess that was one, the original PlayStation, uh, that I got back into gaming, and that was well after having moved out of uh, of my mom's house. I was allowed to play video games. Well, that's cool, though. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, by the time, so GTA San Andreas was really the last one for me that I played all the way through, 100% completion, wow, the whole, wow. the whole bit. Easy. Yeah, I, I, was, I get obsessed with this stuff. And uh, so, but with his character, you got to go to the gym and work out or you, or not, and you get really big and fat. So you kinda got to control the character's look to a degree, mm-hmm. uh, which I very much enjoyed. So a natural progression for me as a player was going from that environment, and then of course, GTA V, and it was like, whoa, three characters, what? Yeah. And then on top of that, obviously, the graphical jump from San Andreas to, uh, uh,
1: to
2: five, yeah, to five, which was, is I guess
1: technically in San Andreas too yeah, yeah it's a San, Los, Los Santos yeah, yeah Los it's Santos. set in the
2: same place for sure yeah. so mm-hmm. for me it was also I mean yeah it was like oh this is that place and I remember this place yep. and like immediately as soon as I got into the game the first thing I did was where's Grove Street where <laughs> yeah, is Grove yeah, Street and yeah. I
0: was bummed that it had been taken it over by
2: the other game the ball
0: was, is right oh. <laughs> you're right I remember that, and I was like, "Where is like GTA San Andreas?" Like, was like my first real San Andreas also, or my first GTA? You know, mm. and I didn't hundred percent it, but I beat it. It was hard. I'm surprised that you hundred percented it. I did,
2: I did, <laughs> and I and I did that on the Xbox. Wow. And the and the reason for me why it was Xbox One at that time, Xbox versus PlayStation mm-hmm. Two, is that. You could put your own music into the Xbox, and then inside of uh, GTA, either it was Vice City or in uh, San Andreas, I think maybe even a a re-whatever version of, a reported version of GTA 3, you could uh, go to, instead of radio player, you could go to the tape deck in Vice City or go to the CD player. In, uh San Andreas. so then you can listen to your own jams. That's cool. I
0: didn't know about that. And kick
2: it through. So, yeah, I had a lot of great augmented playlists with local bands that we were playing with at the time, uh-huh. which would always, you know, when
0: you get the house That's player. Chirpy.
2: And yeah. all of a sudden the band plays, That they, the guitar player sitting next to you like, whoa, what is that? <laughs> yeah, no,
1: it definitely makes you, it, it gives the, the game a lot more life. Uh-huh. You're playing your own music. Yeah. I think yeah. That, uh, was it, Spider Man 2? Yeah. The game, that was for uh, Xbox. Uh, I did the same thing. Okay. I just played in the background all the time. Yeah. <laughs> like, then, then swinging around and just doing extra missions. Became so much cooler. I that was know, such
2: a great, uh, just added value, quality of life. I suppose yeah. Yeah. would be what you'd call that. But man, I, I
0: missed out on that because I have actually I, my friend just gave me my Xbox back, <laughs> like legit the first Xbox. Like, like a
2: guy who borrowed it from you yes. like 15
0: years <laughs> yes, ago. Legitimately, yeah, it's it's like, like, big, it's like no, I'll bring it back yeah, tomorrow. Right, it's actually downstairs right now.
2: <laughs> it looks like a projector box.
0: <laughs> I know, right? Like I, I had asked him for years to give it back to me, and he finally gave it back today. Like it wasn't his fault, but like.
1: I feel like it's definitely your fault. It, like, he couldn't find any time in the last 15 yeah. years.
0: He's been that busy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> honestly, I've missed that Xbox. Oh, I was like, get hey, man, oh, could, you, could you give me that Xbox next time you see me? Yeah, 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 I got you. Oh, hey, man. <laughs> man, but like, like, that's cool. I missed out on that, man. I mean, I'm happy where it is now. And I'm happy that we get to play today, you know? Like, yeah. we, we play. Like, we honestly just jump on. And sometimes, you know, now I'm unemployed and I'm just like, oh, I'm, I have time, you know, but you make time for it. <laughs> oh, yeah. And it's cool, you know. I do. I'm like a well adjusted, you know, uh, addict to yeah. it.
2: I set aside my I 90 minutes so. to two hours, uh-huh. you know, on, yes. a, on a every other day basis, mm-hmm. you know. So it doesn't get out of hand, but yes. uh, I get my fix.
0: I like that. And then, I mean, <laughs> you've taught me a lot of tricks of trading. I mean, there's been many nights that I've been just playing after you guys go off. I'm like, yeah, I'll go off after I do one more mission <laughs> by myself.
2: Oh dude, I live on YouTube. I'll, uh, I I call it my pregame, you know, bit where I'm I'll be uh I I smoke cigarettes, which is not an endorsement It's, don 't do that, but it, it does Smokey's give me a cool, lot of kids. a lot of time to sit outside yeah. <laughs> the banishment mm-hmm. uh, but i 'll sit out there prior to going into play and watch you know uh, different YouTube videos of these guys who will not just walkthroughs but like here 's the stats of the new vehicles that have come out here 's like a way to kind of uh, attack on these kind of things. Uh-huh. And, Anyway, so, yeah, I was watching walkthroughs of our bank heist huh. so we can nail that thing down the next time we get on to play. Oh, my goodness. So, yeah, That's uh, gonna be I get on and, and, and all. I, I completely nerd out, as it were.
1: I
0: like that. No, no, it's, it's really endearing, you know? Yes. <laughs> so
1: what is it, though? Like, does the game make the missions harder over time? Or do they just keep getting more difficult? Or what is it? Because, like, I'm wondering, like, how many more, like, how many could they have programs in the game?
2: Oh, I mean, the, the way it works is that, well, first off, you as a player, once you invest and start into the game, you have now, what, five years of updates that have been added to the game mm-hmm. that have gone throughout you know the course of the whole thing. So whether you want to go down the road of being in a biker gang or whether you want to go down the road of being a, a CEO or a gun runner or you want to uh, own an aircraft uh, hangar and smuggle things back and forth across mm-hmm. the island. You've literally got that many choices and more. Yeah. I think so they yeah. have a thing where you can invest to be basically like a Mad Max uh, <laughs> uh, d- uh, Thunderdome arena, Dome Dome arena Dome. Uh, racer kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's they've got... Oh,
0: casinos just came out. Yeah, oh, so no, now there's I a
2: casino update yeah. that's into it. So there's literally anything that's that's can be based around criminal enterprising and a city. So you could you could make clean money though, like you said, CEO. So you could like literally just run. No, nothing's clean in GTA. I was
0: thinking, I was like, really? No, like the most clean thing. The
2: CEO in the in their uh, what was it? The uh, the name of these updates cracked me up, but this one was uh, um, oh my gosh, I don't I don't recall, but it's uh, like. Like like uh it was uh it's all about white collar crimes as it were. Mm-hmm. So you're 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 what is that one? That's where you have warehouses yes. and you, you fill it's that smuggling. with contraband uh, yeah. and then sell ultimately off to a mm-hmm. to a buyer. That's I liked, um, as CEO as GTA gets. Yeah, right.
0: <laughs> I liked in the nightclub uh like where you're like you're selling your stuff and it calls it all different things, you know, like pharmaceuticals, you know. Oh, right? yeah. Or like uh it, it doesn't call it like whip shipments, it just says shipments, you know. Uh weed, meth uh, meth, you know, it's just sort of like I forget what it called, but like, is it something like hilarious. yeah,
2: organic something? Yeah, organic, <laughs> yeah, they've, yeah. They've got mm-hmm. little kind of code names, as yes. it were for these. The oh.
0: most clean thing you do is like you can try to save the world, like you do like a heist that like saves the world. This doomsday a heist that yeah. saves the world, yeah. That Doomsday, um, the Doomsday, what's it called?
2: Doomsday heist, yeah. Doomsday
0: heist, yeah. It's hard, really hard.
2: It's crazy. I mean, there's, so literally, there's a whole world <laughs> and environment for your online persona to participate yes. in. And, uh, and 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 work with yeah. Have there been any missions that you guys couldn't actually do, like it was just like difficult at this point.
0: Yeah, there's been tons of missions that are difficult, yeah. but we've never given up on yeah. one. Honestly, yeah, that's the thing. Like we never given up. Honestly, it felt like an anime <laughs> where it <was> just like <laughs> one more time, and then like we just get into that scene. Same... I mean,
2: there will be nights where we're like, all right, we're not. It's not happening.
0: <laughs> yeah, <right>? and then <laughs> we'll
2: start. But what I've also found is that there's a uh, there's an interesting thing that happens between the humanity of the player and then in inside of playing the game. Yes, which is there becomes that point where you've hit a wall and mm-hmm. it really doesn't make it. It's not that you're doing something wrong necessarily. Mm-hmm. It's just that your state of mind is not going to accomplish yes, this mission. Absolutely. Tonight. Mm-hmm. So put, put it up, take a break, stop, walk away, come back to it. And then it's, it's, wow, we've had a few of these yeah. where it was like, we did one the thing. Heist. Yeah. I don't even remember what mission it was, but we did it over and over and mm-hmm. over and over again we, was it going to happen that night? We got off, got on the next day, and without boom. even thinking about it, right. yeah, it's like boom, nailed it. First yeah. one, through. was it the it yeah. was the I finale? Was the heist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was just it like, was the finale of the doomsday.
0: These heices. heists are hard, too, by the way. Like, you, you wouldn't think that it'd be this hard, but like, it's, it's lots of fun. <laughs> well, we play
2: <laughs> like, them on hard as well, that's yeah, so. true. So we get more we money, yes. yeah, more money.
0: Honestly, yeah, <laughs> like go hard, or go home, yeah, like. <laughs> that's all that's honestly. Like, I, like at first, I was like, oh my gosh, we're doing hard, but. You know, now it's just it's basic, you know.
1: There's, like a, there's a reward for that, though. Like, I feel like that's how games always are.
3: Like,
0: yeah. if you start yeah, on more easy, money. more RP, that's yeah. why yeah. we do it. It's
1: more actual, you know, reward. Yeah. No. <laughs> but, I mean, like, I know what yeah, it is. like it.
0: doing other games on hard mode.
1: Yeah, because, like, imagine if you played Demon uh, Souls or mm-hmm. uh, Dark Souls. Dark Souls, yeah. And you're playing this, and you're playing it on easy. There's no easy difficulty. They just take it out of the game altogether. But <laughs> imagine there was. Would you feel what that accomplished playing that game?
0: Personally, not really.
1: I'd be like, you one and everything? You're like, yeah. like, i you even doing this? I know.
0: Like, I don't really understand like how some people do that. But then again, hey, everyone has a different reason for playing a game, right? True. Yeah. True. Your reason's not the same. I like the challenge, personally. But at the same time, I do like getting more things. Like we yeah, do I like, like the more GTA. things. Mm-hmm. That's where I'm at. Yeah, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. If I
2: could get more things and not have to kill as many people,
0: I'm so, good with that, too. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm easy. I know, right? For me, I think I like the challenge aspect of it all. So, Yeah. Because also, I guess, like, when you get back into the real world and then you see real people, or in GTA, I shouldn't say real world, right? (laughs) But, you know, you see other online players, right? And then just people griefing you, you know, people who just keep on your ass and, like, honestly, like, trying to kill you as many times as possible, you know? I think I want to be good enough to be able to fight those Because the whole world
2: is PvP, right? It can be. Yeah, it can be. Yeah. It doesn't have to be. Yes. That's okay. the I suppose that's the like in Red Dead now they've got a a morality mm-hmm. meter mm-hmm. that sends you back and forth between either a black hat or a white hat mm-hmm. cowboy as it were or, or girl. <laughs> um so, so GTA, it's just kind of apparent you discover that later, which, mm. I mean, look, I I participate just like everybody else, it seems, in the shoot first and then apologize <laughs> if they're nice later. I try uh, to
0: be nice myself, so I'm like, hopefully that guy's not going to attack me. Boom. Okay, yeah. never mind. I should have killed it. I know
2: Red Dead just added the uh, mercenary thing online. There's like a whole patch. Mercenary. It, no, it's, yeah, there's a... It's, Oh dude, it's it's what I texted you guys about. Yeah, the you other did day. text me. It's yeah, yeah. absolutely wild. Mm-hmm. Now there's three different career paths. It's bounty hunter, ah. is one, collector is another, and the trader is the
0: third.
3: Trader. So, yeah. so really the bounty hunter is going to be able to
2: police like the online?
3: <laughs> I mean, that'd be uh, pretty
0: interesting. That would be pretty cool.
2: You you ultimately as I understand it have to play through several tiers of the bounty hunter hunter level. You have independent RP that builds up for each individual uh job. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as you, I, I, there's apparently some level and only at that level do you get to participate in the hunts for,
0: uh, real players. That's cool. That is insane. Man. Yeah. You got me hyped. Okay. We definitely got to get on that. It's pretty sweet. We got to get on that.
1: From like, you would be, what, what if they added like policemen as a, as a career <laughs> path? Like, you know how interesting that'd be? That'd be weird. You're like not <laughs> shutting people down online. Like. Uh-huh.
2: I, I think it ultimately goes against the core of the game, uh-huh. which oh, is true. probably why there'll never be like a. Cops and robbers kind of version of GTA, and just and this is just my own my own. I don't work right there. I have no idea. But it just, it, se- like it would seem to be weird. Yeah, okay. uh, yeah. Well, hey, you know you're what? Right. If 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 me saying it won't happen makes right. it happen, then you're welcome. <laughs> you're right, Because like, I know there's a lot of right? interest. Right, there's certainly
0: a lot of interest. In I it. love it. I'm excited. You can, honestly, everyone should jump on. We're it all. would just
2: be so funny to
0: buy GTA to be a cop. <laughs> like it's anti, literally anti-gta all right oh you, you went too fast man cops coming <laughs> for you right there are <laughs> mods apparently for the
2: pc version of the game that it's like uh mods where it's you're a police officer in los santos going around doing you know, it sounds like I've the worst YouTube. job ever I, it's it's pretty rough
0: That's, that sounds that sounds legit though honestly i would like to check that <laughs> Dirty cop.
2: <laughs> yeah, you can, you can, you can make
1: can The bad lieutenant game. Because, right, right. like, you have to, like, certain people you have to incriminate, especially, like, the, the online players who are doing really well. You have to incriminate them with, like, hey, where did I find this
0: There's folk? too much to incriminate people <laughs> with. You know, like, <laughs> I it, mean, like, everything you do in GTA is I'm illegal. I'm sure you can make it work. Yeah.
2: It but, is the sideline fun of a game like GTA, is also hearing people talk about it in the real world mm. um, because they're talking about it like it's real things that happen to them. You know, like oh last night dude this guy showed up he was in a jet he was firing down in his beer. you're just a passerby walking up hearing somebody <laughs> relay one of these like, GTA type yeah. FBI right whoa.
0: now <laughs> <laughs> like this is a lot right here
2: I guess I guess I got a question so what all have
1: you uh, did voice acting for like, what are ah. <laughs>
0: give me a, give me a list
1: of
2: these shows like man I don't know you gotta. There's a place. Give me a, a list of I'm your sure. favorite shows that you've been here for. Right, like I don't even think that's fair to say. I can give you a shows I remember.
0: Uh, <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, we, we actually haven't like really introduced you, honestly. It's oh yeah. Sort, hey. yeah, like we just like, who oh. am I? I know, right? Yeah, so Justin Cook, like Jean the way I describe you to people like in the uh, outside the office is like you're the director of the directors <laughs> at, the, <laughs> at the office, you know, like and the one who's making sure that shit doesn't blow up for. The voice actors, honestly. I'm trying to. Yeah. I mean, you're doing it, man. Like, <laughs> and, well, yeah, you're the one like who makes sure that all, everyone's taken care of on that side of the office, right? Yeah, uh, my job uh, title
2: is Director of Audio Production at Funimation Entertainment.
0: Man. So yeah, even like the mixers yeah. and all that too, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. if it's
2: in English, if it's, uh, well, if it's audio and you've heard it, um, I mean, the, granted the Japanese audio comes directly from Japan, so I'm not doing anything on that whatsoever, but anything in English that you've heard, it's, it's, uh, it's been on my head for the last, well, <laughs> I don't know, more than a decade. Well, <laughs> oh, man,
0: I'm really happy that you've been doing it. How'd you even like get into this? Um, Well, (laughs) I know, right? (laughs) How'd
2: you just like just kept sending him tapes?
1: Yeah, right. (laughs) So, this is a long
2: one here. Uh, I mean, there's aspects of this, you know. So, what I do there is I do some voice acting mm -hmm. work that I've done over the years, as you've mentioned, and I've done some voice direction work on some dubs over the years. Oh, I didn't know
0: your director, too. Yeah, I That's directed
2: awesome. Yu Yu Hakusho. Voice directed. Oh, anyway. I didn't know you directed that too. Yeah. Wow, you so you voiced it the and main directed. character. Okay. <laughs> yeah. oh, okay,
0: we got Christian Bale disease. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it worked out though. Like, like. <laughs>
2: it's a funny story. It was, uh, it was that when we were casting for the show, because um, I was, I was in the role of voice director for the series, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, prior to casting. Mm-hmm. So I was part of the group who was casting everybody and we were doing auditions and we were selecting and doing the things that a voice director would do during that process. Uh, the one character we couldn't nail down was Yusuke. We had no, we had some people we were looking at f- as for sure uh, and then it was the pr- my producer at the time who asked me to get into the booth and do an audition uh, in which I did and then was promptly dismissed from <laughs> any further conversations about <laughs> casting. Oh wow. So, um, which was nerve wracking, but at yeah, the like same time, means. it was kind of exciting. Uh-huh. I, 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 didn't have, I didn't feel that I had the audacity or prowess to say I should be the voice of this character, mm-hmm. right. but the producer of this series, uh, did. And I, you know, I'm incredibly and ever grateful for his decision there to do that, to do that. Uh, but he ultimately made that decision. And then, uh, once, once the main core group of folks were cast, uh, like I was kind of placed back into that position of voice director and, and continued on. And there were a few episodes towards the end of the series. I think I took a vacation and, and I had some assistance and some help uh, from some, some great folks. And uh, but yeah, for the most part, that series I kind of owned that. You you sounded pretty professional in that series, honestly. Like I I would never guess that was your first time doing like anything like that. Well, I had been an engineer up at Funimation for. Probably a year and a half or so up to that time, wow. as well as filling in. Uh, I mean, I worked right alongside Christopher Sabat during the days of Dragon Ball Z, and I, I my first day on the job was working on the uh, the scenes, uh, the the two episodes in which the Trunks is first introduced into the show at oh, that time man. when Goku comes back from Planet Yard Rat with the wild looking circus collar thing on. Yeah, and, yeah uh instant transmission, and then gets the whole story of the future explained to him, and the three years passes so that's that was my first few days on the job We were working on that that's and, heavy. Uh, <laughs> uh working with Eric on some of his first first days on the job as the voice yeah, of trunks first and trunks, uh and then my first day was Eric Vale recording Eric Vale and Sean Schimmel, I think in reverse order, Sean was first, and Eric was in the wow afternoon. but uh and then promptly went home and watched i don't know. I guess that was close to 110 episodes of Dragon Ball Z and, and what is this? Kind of, you know, serious. <laughs> oh, my uh, goodness.
1: I feel like I had that moment, too. Uh, it was back when, okay, this is crazy. There's a thing called Video stores back in the day. And <laughs> I went to a, a home video and my dad, like, he had watched Dragon Ball Z. My dad's from Cuba, but, like, somehow he, he had watched Dragon Ball Z. And he was just like, yo, man, like, you need to see this. And it was like the Frieza bounce. I, I thought it was a really old, old anime, and I guess it is.
0: I mean, it is like from the 80s, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, Dragon
2: Ball started up in 1985, 1986. Uh-huh. Uh, and then Dragon Ball Z, if I'm not mistaken, took over somewhere in the late 80s. I believe it was 89, Man. 90. It was somewhere in that vicinity. Yeah. We, we could, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, right. we, yeah right. we, definitely I mean, we got like to Do a check if only right. there was an you're oracle right. that we <laughs> had right. in our pockets that we <laughs>
0: What is this device with? that yes. tells us things, right? <laughs> yeah, so sure, I remember
1: he, I he got me the, uh, it was the battle between Frieza when Frieza was going from his second form to his last form when he had the big alien head. Uh-huh. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, the long like, one. Yeah, he did that. He and then he transformed into his final form, I believe. And I was just like, that was my first time I've ever seeing Dragon Ball because I didn't have cable for the longest. And it was just a it was a uh, little So that was
2: like what 8 episodes, right? It was like three or
1: It was like three <laughs> or four. Yeah. Cause Cause nothing, like 50, nothing
2: happens in one episode of on right? Dragon
1: Ball. That's, nope.
0: that's... Ball ended in 89. 89. Z started immediately
1: that year. Yeah. yeah. And so he so started in 89.
0: Man, yeah, our our, our guy David uh, checking out the facts. Appreciate, it. appreciate, it, Yeah, John <laughs> David, thank you. I like that. I, I like that. I, I got.
2: I got. I get. I did all right on that.
0: one. Yeah, honestly, yeah, that was, was really pretty good. Impressive, <laughs> right? I, I don't know. I, I was, it blew my mind. So you watched like all the episodes of Dragon Ball Z, like, right, like that had what? been
2: produced, and that we had uh, at that at that time Oof. in the office, they let me. They had VHS tapes as Oof. you were talking about the video rental stores, <laughs> the relics. And so I <laughs> took as many of the tapes home that I could get home, uh, and then. Yeah, but it, yeah I watched all of that wow. stuff within that first couple of weeks for Dang. sure that's like 50 tapes back to you yeah, just
0: didn't right? hold that much <laughs> that's what I was thinking I was like how many tapes was that right it's
2: <laughs> like the Frieza saga is about and I'm holding my hands up probably <laughs> Fourteen to fifteen inches Jeez. long, as far as like what it looked just like tapes. when they were all stacked next That's to each other. That's two CDs, man. Out, right?
0: I, I swear I can't well, wait. Well, that was the Frieza saga, so <laughs> <laughs> man, just one saga right there. That's cool. And then you became Super Bowl on it, right? And then, yes. uh, yeah, and then also Raditz on it too, right? Yes, mm-hmm. Super, I believe
2: okay. Super Bowl came first. Uh, and then Raditz came as we had gone back to record all of the previous yeah. fifty-some odd episodes uncut, okay. where they had previously only been released in an edit. Okay. Gotcha.
0: Okay, that Raditz, makes sense.
1: Okay, is not so cool, but Super Boo
0: No, I think Raz. Wait, wait, I think Raditz is cool actually. Like, he's I,
2: just misunderstood. I'm
1: saying, like, <laughs> oh, look, man, no. if they
0: brought him back, I think he could do some real damage. You know?
2: No, no. If he could, no, do I don't do think it. He not can...
0: now. I mean, they left him out too far. Like, he was kicking Goku's ass. And Piccolo's ass at the same time. They had to do a suicide attack. Well, if every. we're
2: getting, if, if so, so if we, if we dive in nerd wise on yep. this one as we, right. as, <laughs> as we go deep, Raddit <laughs> serves a, a very important purpose, which is to bridge a very awkward gap between what occurred during the series Dragon Ball mm-hmm. and then what the new show Dragon Ball Z was going to be about.
3: Mm-hmm. So the
2: first thing that needed to happen is that we needed to have a threat that was menacing enough to be terrorizing to the planet mm-hmm. and to deserve Goku's you know power that he has at that time mm-hmm. but at the same time something that needs to completely offset that world because up to that point the only real alien entity that had been encountered was
0: mm-hmm. Piccolo mm-hmm.
2: So, and, and now they that, had him as a demon at the time. It even really, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know as far as the etymology of, of like <laughs> had they decided ne- Nemexia, Nemex, yeah, Nemekian yeah. was yeah, a thing, right? right do was their planets or, or mm-hmm. whatnot. But we certainly knew there was a guardian of the earth and that the guardian of the earth was the same, you know, kind of race as mm-hmm. this piccolo character. Yeah. So, anyway, we have the whole piccolo event that mm-hmm. happens. Uh, but then now we need something to be more threatening because the way Dragon Ball ends, is, if I recall, is it's a tournament epi- match of tournament episodes and Piccolo is one of the participants within the tournament. So it's very clear by the conclusion of Dragon Ball that whatever it is that is the threat to the Earth is at least contained in In a tournament. In the, well, yeah, exactly. Something where there's a, a certain level of civility.
0: Rules, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, that's
2: a great point. So Raditz's whole point... Is to a be a harbinger. That's the the real big thing. It's no different than the Silver Surfer being mm. slung down into the into the Earth mm-hmm. to because herald the gal- like whole exactly yeah, yeah. galaxy or like the Hulk to hearken um, uh, to arrival in, in uh, Infinity. Mm-hmm. So this is a it's a, it's a story plot. So this is no different than that. Then so ultimately he is the harbinger of future saying he's the harbinger of vegeta, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Ultimately. So uh, so he serves that purpose and mm. it, and it it does what it was supposed to do. Yeah. And it sent Goku on his journey, it allowed Piccolo to have to make the sacrifice and then well <laughs> uh-huh. Piccolo's the one that kills Goku uh-huh. and so uh-huh. therefore has to have this 50 episode arc where he is Becomes, I guess... It, it ends was it being, 50 episodes real? I, guess I don't so. know if it was. Uh, or not. Father, right? right.: Yeah, but he <laughs> ultimately... Be, has, and that's out of guilt. And so his whole desire, to, that his whole involvement with Gohan, which then becomes genuine after the fact, is this... Thing, which, oh, funny, kind of walks him down the road of being the nanny for the series eventually. <laughs>
0: and they never redeemed him. Man. <laughs> never, yeah. He just
2: went on to the grandkids after that.
0: Man, <laughs> poor Pickle. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool though, but you know, I mean like how they brought back Frieza, right? And they bring back other well, oh, they haven't brought back Cell, which would be I I thought cool. Cell bring
1: back Cell for the the term would have been cooler. Yeah, personally. I think so too. I
0: mean, it would have been more a lot sense. easier to work with. Right. I'm surprised uh, they brought back Frieza. Uh, really? So like, so how how do you feel about that?
2: Well, I feel that Frieza has always been the arch rival to To Goku. Goku. Mm-hmm. There's a history that's there that mm-hmm. goes back generations. Uh, there is a it's an it's a, a oppressive versus mm. freedom you know kind of saga and uh. and story and scenario that's there. There is a uh, so the fact that they can't get rid of him uh, honestly stands testament to his cockroach like nature. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, but Frieza is an awful, awful, awful character who is always scheming, and he is. Uh, I I think that I think that Frieza is just as much Dragon Ball. As is Goku that's
0: a great point right. Um
2: and so I've, I yeah. feel like those two entities you know it's i don 't want to get religious or, or or be controversial, but if you destroy the devil, oh there becomes good, really. there becomes less of a need for a, a god or or there becomes less of a need for redemption, I should mm. say um, wow. So that's, that's one of those elements, I think, that's very important to Dragon Ball. You can have these other villains, but ultimately, it seems to me, the other villains have been, uh, like Cell, like have been things that have prompted growth for the characters mm-hmm. so that they ultimately can, can, can come back to the things they can't seem to get, ever get rid of. Wow.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I, you brought up a really good point about uh, Raditz, because with,
2: with Raditz, especially with him coming in, he does kind of expand
1: the series to the point where like, now you can go into space. And now you understand that Goku's, because, like, okay, the show started out, Dragon Mm. Ball specifically, there was dogs driving cars. Like, the the, the direction (laughs) of the show was just very much, there was dinosaurs floating around. uh It was more like, oh, this is Sun Wukong type thing. You know, (laughs) this is like, they never really explicitly said that, but that's kind of what it is. Yeah. It's Goku, and, you know, this is just a lore, and we're going to make these series. And then it turns into a way more serious tone when Rad shows up Mm -hmm, and he's like, hey, you're mm -hmm. actually an alien from this planet. Yeah. I'm just like you. And now we introduce Vegeta, which is another one of those. It's
2: a wonderful way to retcon a story
1: in three episodes. <laughs> it was pretty amazing, <laughs> to be it honest. It's
0: crazy. Yeah. Like honestly, yeah, like honestly, like just even you saying all this stuff, I'm like, wow, this is blowing my mind. Dragon Ball Z is a lot deeper than like I think, I guess, you know, like Oh, it absolutely yeah. is.
2: That but but that's not that's not unique to Dragon Ball. Uh-huh. But Dragon Ball is a beautiful story. It's got, it's got, you know, it's 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 very much about human issues, about pride, about you know, pride before the fall. Mm -hmm. It's about putting friends first. It's a lot of the same subject matter that Yu Yu Hakusho has into it, and I and and fairy tale and (laughs) and Yu Gi Oh and I mean the list goes on and on anime anime right yeah Yeah. and that's and and I'm sure there's a lot of reasons for it, but uh, there is a it's more i've always defined it as being more comparable to your 45 minute one hour dramas that occur on network television um especially in the age of like the oh what was that 2002 2003 when you know those uh, shows like sopranos had really reached their uh, pinnacle right. and so many other series were jumping on to tell these stories that would continue week to week to week mm-hmm. lost and battlestar galactica's mm-hmm. reboot and uh, um Yeah, exactly. These stories that were dependent on you having seen the character development Mm -hmm. of the previous however many episodes. Mm -hmm. Uh, as opposed to kind of reintroducing you to the A-team at the beginning. Like the first <laughs> 10 minutes of every A-team episode is, let me introduce you to the A-team, yeah.
3: Yeah, which is necessary uh, because
2: uh, maybe you saw you it last week, in, maybe huh? you didn't. But, you know, yeah. and, and so what that leads to are characters that never get past a certain point of their development mm-hmm. right. because you're always reintroducing Re- them. <laughs> mm. um, so being able to to build off of, you know,
1: feel like, I mean, it does a pretty good job of that. I I so. And they've
2: always production. done it, or at least as far as I can see, even going yeah. back to shows like Star Blazers or yeah, Space yeah. Battleship Yamato, as mm-hmm. it was called originally. Um, you know, that series was, I was watching that in, the, in kindergarten and uh, in the late 70s, early 80s, and just being. I mean, I don't even I, you it's unfair to say I was being blown away. I don't know what I, I was a kid. <laughs> I was certainly entranced uh-huh. and I was certainly captured by these characters, and I and I didn't know them as just color splots on the screen. They I felt like they were real characters yep. and they were on a real mission to save the earth, and that felt noble, and that felt like that felt right. And that felt something to it's like grandiose. Invest in? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I invested in these characters. Wildstar uh, was the English oh, Derek bird, Wildstar. Derek uh, Wildstar. Yeah. And I was really taken aback by the choices that he would make and the struggles he would have to make to make those choices. Uh, and I was not recognizing that he was struggling to make life or death decisions. And as a kindergartner, I was just seeing a character who distributed emotions like I saw on the movie screen. Mm-hmm. when et died that broke me up man you uh-huh. know and i was one of the million kids in the theaters you know crying because <laughs> et died uh-huh. and when he and, and and that brought tears for sure but the most impactful moment in that movie is when et comes back to life and I, I mean, I'm honestly, I'm replaying it in my Man. mind, and that's the moment when that flower goes back up and Drew, Barrymore, Drew Barrymore's character has to try to pretend she's not laughing with overwhelmed <laughs> excitement. <Huh>. She's...
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: you know, and it's just brilliant acting from these kids and this moment, and that's the moment where the tears really start coming out, and that was the moment for me that I realized, wow, how did that picture on television or that picture up on that movie screen in front of me bring this emotional resonance out of me mm-hmm. as a kindergartner in, in, in the effect of Star Blazers or as whatever age I was when E.T. came out. Man. Um, but thats You asked me earlier, how did I get my start? So right. I, I'm, I've taken a long time to get us back. Oh, that was great. <laughs> but to realize that value, yeah. yeah right. that right there was the seed that said, I don't know what it is, but whether it's Howard Stern on the radio or whether it's E.T. or whether it's Star Blazers, these, all these aspects connected radio, motion picture, and television for me. And I knew at, at a very early stage, whatever it was I was going to do was going to have something to do with that that core
1: telling a story essentially or conveying a story uh
2: you know i don't even know that it was as as important to try to tell a story like i'm not necessarily a director at heart with a with a drawer full of like unfinished script ideas (laughs) i you know i have stories and things i'd like to do and i would certainly love to make a a movie one day Uh, but just being able to participate in a in the art form that is entertainment and bringing that to the world uh, is is enough for me, and being able to, to 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 work at anime has been a privilege for almost twenty years now, and I I would do anything and everything I could to, to hold up integrity to this line of work.
0: Man, that's deep. You know, I'm <laughs> getting the feeling. I'm feeling it too. I I'm like. That yeah, cause I mean, I,
1: I, I we I talked about this with Godzilla because we used to record, um, you know, at Funimation. I <laughs> essentially, uh, I remember seeing uh, we would
0: go in on weekends, uh, like on Sundays, <laughs> to try to put all this equipment up, you know, while still there. Between us, we were I trying take... to
2: figure out who it was that was in there. We were running cameras back, fire him twice. <laughs> 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 <Yeah>. <laughs> but,
1: <laughs> no, but uh. I remember just seeing Gen's office all the time and he would walk like we'd have to give people like little quick tours and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'd always talk to Godzilla about it and be like, Man, it's crazy because like if it wasn't for this guy coming down here and starting Toonami up, a lot of us, even the people that were at the house yesterday, all the people starting oh, Toonami. not Toonami, but
0: you know, sure. like really starting like, Funimation. Yeah, Funimation. Just starting Funimation
1: yeah. up yeah. and then bring it to the to America the way it, you know, anime hadn't really been brought or mainstreamed it as it was, um, a lot of us wouldn't be friends because we wouldn't have had that one you know, show that we can all relate to. Because yeah. a lot of the people at this house yesterday were like, we all know those anime. We're all like, oh, running right. Kenshin. In fact, no.
0: actually, you have an X on your arm right now from oh, One yeah. Piece. You know, yeah. like we we all did like this one cheer yesterday from One Piece.
2: The number of of words that it would be that it would that it would take to try to explain the impact that Gen Fuganaga has had on the anime industry in America would fill volumes. I'm sure. I mean. He's brought, you know. You talk about this, and 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 how you kind of kind of came together because of you know, indirectly because of Gen's actions. I mean, if if we're going to bring indirect things into it, Gen's reach and touch on ultimately what he's done uh, for anime in the states, and ultimately I would I would argue as to say even worldwide is oh yeah absolutely honestly yeah. phenomenal. Every yeah. time you
1: go to a con, I'm like these people wouldn't even uh, like. The con, the amount of people that are at these cons now, how big they are, and yeah. how much people invest their time in these characters. Hundreds of thousands
0: of people, yeah. yeah.
1: These stories they just, like, they fell in love with, and they got tattoos all over their body about these characters. Mm-hmm. I
0: mean, I got tattoos on my body. I got, yeah. I got one. Yeah. But,
1: yeah, I'm like, <laughs> you, get, you get to that point, and you're like, these people wouldn't even have watched these anime, or they wouldn't have been nearly as big as it is if it wasn't for Gen coming through and doing what he did and investing that time. Mm-hmm. So, like, I mean, it, there might still be an anime convention. Would it be like maybe a couple yeah. people? Like
0: for example, know? like you brought up Star Blazers, you know, and it was like I saw the new Star Blazers, you know. Right. Luckily, you know, thanks. Yeah. But I was like, this is amazing, and like you know, like you explaining like how it made you feel back then. I was like, I would have loved to have seen it as a kid. I think it would have been very integral. But like seeing this new Star Blazers, like really impacted me too. And I was like, man, I can only imagine seeing this like on TV when you didn't have anything anime related telling stories or you know like just animation that c- told honestly mature stories in ways yeah. that like, kids can process them, but also adults can also enjoy them too.
2: Sure. Uh, I, one of my favorite parts of movies has always been imagining what the characters are doing when the movie's over. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, my, one of my favorite moments in movies, like if you're just a it's the first 15 minutes of any sequel. I love that little 15 minutes it takes to go. Here's where everybody's either jacked up their lives since mm-hmm. the first <laughs> movie mm-hmm. or whatever. You know what I mean, I love that little 15 minute thing that's like Here's where all of these people have have gone, and I mm-hmm. love in all of the examples. They've, it's always some dark hole they've come because they've got to be destroyed so they could start, yeah. so they could be redeemed mm-hmm. in a second Through the movie. A movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, otherwise, not very interesting. Yeah. Right, but <laughs> that's always been something entertaining for me to watch. The Rocky film series is really great for picking up literally within the a second or two from where the previous one ended across right. all of them. And I forget that oftentimes that the beginning of Rocky Five, which is not one of my favorite Rocky movies, but the first fifteen minutes is a great button to the end of Rocky Four for <laughs> sure, because it's the press conference upon their return, uh-huh. and it's the introduction of how he loses his money ultimately. And so there's, I, but I like this aspect of heroes going through ups and downs. Mm-hmm. And movies often don't show us that. Anime doesn't shy away from that. They let the characters. Have their moment of turmoil, and it's heartbreaking and it's heart wrenching to watch. And they let them have their boring moments of life, where they're dealing with whatever everyday scenario it is the characters right. deemed to deal with. And those, for me, are just as enjoyable as to the moments where you're, you know, uh, engaged in some epic battle or or whatnot. So dang.
1: I feel like that sums up exactly why I was so uh, attracted to the IBO or I' the Orphans. It, uh, the whole story, there is a lot of turmoil. Like, there's, a, uh, there's a ton of it. Yeah, um, I think that was the closest I've ever gotten to crying. Besides, <laughs> the, the, besides the 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 uh, Full Metal Alchemist brother thing at the beginning, that that had me. Oh yeah, i yeah. uh, tearing up uh, a little bit. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> um, when I'm watching IBO, like there's a lot of uh, there's these battles I'll go into, right? And I mean, it's just not like these grandiose battles that Just keep happening. Like they really play those battles out. You know, there's one here, then there's maybe ten episodes of them downtime. Um, you know, getting their funds together. Mm-hmm. Getting ready, talking to people. Um, they had an episode yeah, they even got season one and is
0: season two. Like, where it's, like things finished in season one, but then it's like, here's yeah. life for us now. You know, like, one guy's trying to go to school. Yeah, right.
1: he's got his little brother with him or his little sister. And uh-huh. You have the they went and they got drunk one time because they finally got, got a, like came across some money. And, you know, like you're, you see them in those moments where normally you would be like, oh, that's filler. It's not important. Mm-hmm. You're. It's really like you becoming connected to the characters.
0: Yeah, more so. Time. I would say like it really develops. Seeing everything like really develops them, you know. Seeing how they react during peacetime, also like develops them. And I think that's always a cool thing. I always bums me out when people are like, "I don't like that." Like they just want to see action, action, action. In fact, actually, one of my favorite things in Dragon Ball Super is the filler episodes, like where it's like we just get to see people screw around. You know, we get to see them talking to each other, not fighting, just honestly yeah. hanging out. You know, and well, guess- and then
2: there's the genius that a lot of these things do as well. These episodes do that they. They tell story through action. Mm-hmm. They allow the uh, Attack on Titans a great example. Uh, mm-hmm. My Hero Academia is another great example mm-hmm. of, of stories that can be pushed. The story helps to actually continue and push the story forward. It it creates the vehicles of which the story can can bloom and blossom upon
3: mm-hmm. uh
2: and, and 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 you know like a a non anime title but one that does this i think handles it very very well um is uh, star wars the clone wars mm-hmm. the yeah, five but... seasons of that where mm-hmm. they would use these battles and these action sequences you know in huge kind of epic looking you know things to not just conclude a storyline, but to actually take a storyline and push it through. Uh, Just the fact that they could create a story about clone soldiers, and there's a particular storyline that goes through about these five clones. These guys are clones. Mm -hmm. They're all voiced by the same guy. (laughs) But yet, they all have uniquely different personalities that uh, either collide with each other or coalesce perfectly. And uh, it's, it's great to watch... You know this kind of story that develops, and and ultimately where these clones kind of go as they're, you know, stationed from planet to planet and all this kind of stuff. It's, cool. it's a great little. That's a great story that uses again that action as a the action scenes. As a way to progress the story. Mm-hmm. Right, right.
0: Man. Also, I did want to tell you, like, he brought up my hero, and uh, his favorite character is actually Kirishima. He ah. actually cosplayed. Wait, <laughs> he's. he's, he's, he, uh, he's... <laughs> what? Yeah, uh-huh. You
1: two are my favorite characters? I know, right. Oh, my God. Yeah, Stay like, heroic, in... man. <laughs> what is this? Oh. Oh, I know, right.
0: <laughs> he actually uh-huh. cosplayed Kirishima oh, uh, sweet. Uh, like, oh, man. last year, I think. Yeah, it was yeah. last year. Uh, I think it was last year. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Man.
1: we didn't do, we were supposed to do Love Machine
0: Yeah. Right. Oh, wait, we were going to do Summer Wars uh, cosplay together. Oh, but, nice. Yeah, but, um. oh, well, I forgot. <laughs> it's okay. But, wow. Man, I had no idea. Man, you really hit me hard like, with just, like, why anime, honestly. I think you said it, like, just way more eloquent than, like, I could have ever really imagined it, you know? like And just even, like, these elements, you know, theatrical elements, you know, that yeah. were within just... Man, is great. I feel like you long. should do a class. <laughs> yeah. I, feel like she, I would definitely go to your class and just be like, "This is it, right here." You could
1: probably do that. I'm sure if you wanted to you could you could be a professor. In this. Yeah, a um, professor. I mean, Nas is doing Nas is doing professor. Uh, he's doing hip hop uh, teaching in uh, New York. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, he does a whole like he has a whole thing where he like. Teaches we gotta
0: get this going. I'm gonna go to UT Dallas and be like, "Yo, hire these guys as professors to be <laughs> to teach people <laughs> this." Right? It's gonna be dope, right? <laughs> Man, animate, yeah, dude, that'd be sick. Honestly, I would. I, would I be think sick. you'd have a pad class. To right. be
1: honest, <laughs> I guess how would you explain that to them? Like, it to him? would be like,
0: it'd be, it'd I would just be show them this podcast. I would just show them this podcast at the moment. You know, just like look like at like how deep this is. Honestly, you know. <laughs> Do you know who uh,
2: is it? Uh, Jay Spicer. Is that right? You guys? Is
0: it, Spicer, yeah,
3: huh?
2: It's a it's a, a hip hop artist, yeah, if I'm yeah. not mistaken, right? So I think it was from a 1981 track of his. Uh, I looked this up before I came. I would love to have had this just as a nugget of knowledge that I knew, but that's the first use of the word "dope" in 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 meaning that something is awesome. Whoa! Yeah. <laughs> so there you go. Whoa! The you have the etymology to your own show. I'm, I'm gonna really like go, go find. I'm gonna go find that. Like? <laughs> <Rubble ball. laughs> Our founder, right? <laughs> <laughs> Let me see. I have it a... was no longer about drugs. It was a
0: now cool. It was, uh... man, that's cool. What's the... oh, that's dope, uh, actually. I I'd and... have, to, I have to look
2: like that up. Oh, up, Money. Though. Money is the name of the song.
0: Money, okay. Yeah. That's cool. The... I'm, I'm definitely. I gotta. I gotta put that <laughs> in. Like that quick. Right. <laughs> uh, Money for uh, J Spicer. Yeah. I'm
2: gonna look
3: better. Like, all
2: right. I think answer. it's Jason. I think that's what the J stands for. I, I maybe. We'll figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> the internet will figure it out. Right.
0: Oh, that's super cool. That's yeah, Dope. I, I, I don't know. Good, man. That,
2: <laughs> that was not the easiest search that I had done though today. Do. That said, that took a, that took a couple of times to find. Yeah.
0: I, I mean, I was. <laughs> like, I never even really thought to think about like who started up Dope. You know. That's cool.
2: I just want to say it was
1: me, like, you
3: know what I mean? Like no. if no one questions it, I'm going <laughs> <sorry. laughs> to yeah, I think it this guy.
2: You know, it's it's <laughs> I don't mean to derail the subject matter here, but it's funny. It's those mythologies or with which for me growing up, which there wasn't a thing called the internet when I was growing up.
3: No way. But what? those
2: mythologies are ultimately the the myths and the myth- mythos that really sustained me. Uh, and this interest I had, and you know, because I'm I'm in, I'm in I was interested as a child in actors and in movies and musicians and all these things they were doing. Yet my only connection to them were through magazines or through the uh, album liner notes or the credits that were on mm-hmm. uh, movie boxes. A great example of that is that I wanted to be an actor when I was a kid, right? And one of the movies that I watched when I was growing up was a movie called uh, 2000 and 10, The Year We Made Contact. And it's the sequel to 2001, Mm -hmm. but it is not a Kubrick movie. It really doesn't compare. It's a little (laughs) bit more of a run-of-the-mill science fiction film, but still one that I enjoy greatly, and Mm -hmm. it stars one of my favorite actors, Roy Scheider. Um, And so I really got into the movie because he was in that movie, and it was a science fiction movie, and I was into that. So I'm watching this film, and in the movie, there is a kid, Roy Scheider's kid, and... These these movies came in these boxes during this time, be a, a box I'm trying to do, for radio people. I'm <laughs> sorry. I'm, it, I don't know. It's probably 12, hands. six or eight <laughs> inches tall, probably four. It was bigger than your typical VHS box. It didn't slide in. It opened up like a book, and then there was a, a spot for the tape to go in. It was all cardboard, though. It wasn't oh. uh, it wasn't plastic. Uh, and MGM was the uh, main company that would make their movie boxes in those larger boxes. Uh, Disney is kind of had the plastic box, mm-hmm. but this was That's like really a cardboard good. version of that. Okay. Anyway, when you flip the box open, and this was the point, there'd be a cast list. And in there was this cast list. And this kid who was my age, who was in this movie with my favorite actor, his name's listed here. And that was my kind of marker for, i got to, I want to, be in movies. I wanted. This is what I want to do. Entertainment wise, and that kid's name was Talison Jaffe, and oh. that will come around here in just a second. Mm-hmm. So he, anyway, so he was in a movie called Explorers, which I was into as a kid. So I, I followed this kid actor, watching what he was doing. Uh, flash forward to two thousand two, probably two thousand three. Uh, we began production at Funimation on a series called Beck Mongolian Chops. I love that. <laughs> And uh, the voice director for that show was a guy named Chris Bevins, and Mm -hmm. he's still voice directing. He's out in in, LA. He's one of our success stories. So there you go. Follow Mm -hmm. there.
0: Yep, yep. So
2: he's out there uh, now, but at that time he was uh, here in Dallas. But he was friends with a guy named Talison Jaffe. The the very same (laughs) Tallison Jaffe. Like I
0: don't know how many Tallisons there are. Right, right? exactly.
2: So I'm so I'm I think this is hilarious. Well, uh, Tallison was in a movie called Mr. Mom as well, Uh alongside Michael Keaton. So he's worked with all the greats, right? So he's in this movie, and in that movie, he had a a scene where I think he was getting out or getting into a bathtub. Anyway, Chris puts this screenshot of Tallison's kid butt. On every computer screen in Funimation, <laughs> this is Talisson's introduction to Funimation, which was horrible because I'm set up to tell him this whole story about how I've been watching this guy and everything, and I wanted to be this guy, you know. And, and I'm just a producer at that point in time. But anyway, so that was how I met Talison. Luckily, he didn't hold it against us, and I still got to play Chiba in that uh, series. But yeah, yeah it's the
0: rapper in Beck. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so, but at any rate, the
2: point I guess really I was driving at with all of that is that where these inspirations come and who it is that inspire us and 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 getting to meet them and getting to participate in them, and the mythos about how those people get to where they got right. is uh is honestly those those are the things that send us on the the journey that's what gets. That's what makes the Odyssey. That's what gets Jason out of bed in the morning and gets him to go and chase after the thing, is right. not knowing. Will I make it? Won't I make it? Someone's made it. I, I, surely I can make it. All of those things are there, and it, it does feel, perhaps at least to me, it feels a little awkward to live in such a society where we have immediate, constant... Gratification as as fans mm-hmm. to be able to interact with our icons and our idols at the time that we ought to maybe be more focused on chasing what they've chased, oh. and so oftentimes I wonder if that wow. anonymity that comes from the internet and from being able to meet your idols and to and to talk view to them, them. immediately, uh,
0: yeah, or see them. The mm-hmm. trouble
2: we have as we idolize someone is they become too dimensional, in a sense. They become black and white. It becomes very good and bad. It, it, there's, and people aren't that way. There's, uh, we're all shades of gray. We're, yeah, um, exactly. Mm-hmm. We're, not, we're not flat images. Mm-hmm. And we tend to view our celebrities as those flattened images of right. their actual selves. Um, and that can, be, that can be misleading. And uh, to have that much connection while still kind of viewing them as this two-dimensional entity mental, mental entity, then it becomes, it becomes difficult to sense and to see real humanity. And one of the pieces about art that makes it so valuable to us is that it has always been an illustration of both the best and the worst we can be uh, as humanity, you know, because that's what comes from our imagination. The greatest white hat has to fight the greatest villain, you know? So anyway, just that, that was amazing. There you go. <laughs> I mean, I, I feel <laughs> like a word vomit there for you. That was great,
3: though. <laughs> I
1: love it. Uh, no, like, I, I think it could become very dangerous, um, with that mindset of you know, that anim- anonymity you were talking about, where it's like you have people who are uh, they look at people online, they're just kind of like they're that, yeah. So they get obsessed
0: they one way or another, yeah. They villainize people, they, um, like, obsess of them and just try to like see them wherever they can, you know, like, and. Yeah. It, like it is a little dangerous <laughs> in that way. I like that idea of like, they're not, fans aren't chasing what they're chasing, you know, but like you're chasing them.
2: The myth was the best part. Yeah. Not knowing whether or not it was true as to whether or not the guys in Led Zeppelin drove motorcycles up and down the halls of the Hyatt down in Los Angeles. <laughs> I mean, I'd love to know if that's true, but at the same time, it would really stink to find out it wasn't it was true. It. Uh-huh. Let's yeah. just let it's that right. one go, uh-huh. you know? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But I mean, those stories of the Eagles tossing televisions out of the hotel or Joe Walsh cutting an adjoining door open between him and Jimmy Buffett's room. I mean, those <laughs> kinds of stories are what make rock and roll rock and roll, yeah, you know, the, the Tupac, uh, um, uh, Biggie uh-huh. Smalls and the murders that went around that, mm-hmm. even though those are tragic and they, they offset the, the, the trajectory of American music for sure,
3: mm-hmm.
2: uh, perhaps in, 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 in horrible ways. I have no idea, but it ultimately seriously altered the, the, the timeline as it, really it were. Did. Yeah. Uh, but those stories, those moments that's, that's, that's that's kind of part of our culture is to create those in quotations, air quotes for you at home, uh celebrity stories. Mm-hmm, right. uh, because that's there's a there's a weird voyeuristic entertainment that comes from that. And it's hard for me to completely wrap my head around it, but yet there it is. Um, it's why Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is so fantastic as a movie. That was an amazing movie. Uh-huh,
0: uh-huh. You well, know? So you saw it too? Okay, good. 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 I didn't know if you saw it. Okay,
2: you know, but the best part, and of course, the prerequisite for for really knowing that movie is knowing that history, and that's that Hollywood gossip. But uh, uh, granted, in this instance, it's a wonderful. It's the best use of a Hollywood ending I've ever seen. For what's ultimately like a A really tragic, uh, huge. Horrible chapter in our in our pop culture history. I know?
1: was very sad. Uh, the representation of Bruce Lee and that kind of hurt me too,
0: honestly. Because uh, I, I they,
1: they <laughs> talked about that. Someone brought it up to uh, the director, um, what's name? Uh, Tarantino.
3: Uh-huh.
1: and uh, I, I I believe he just didn't have the highest uh, opinion of Bruce.
3: I, I, I disagree.
2: I I mean? really disagree. I think he's got an incredibly high uh, uh, appreciation of Bruce. I suspect it's in very much of a different perspective than than someone who's a fighter mm-hmm. i would suspect you have a very different you know uh, point of view of of both bruce lee and jeet kundo mm-hmm. and everything that kind of surrounds him but uh first I, I think when you're making a movie where you're going to use real people mm-hmm. as as vehicles or as story elements which is what bruce lee bruce lee's point in this movie well, let's just you don't even have to have it be bruce lee mm-hmm. you yeah. need to have a character that inside of X number of minutes has to illustrate to the audience how cold this guy is. That, mm-hmm. that Brad Pitt's character has got to be the coolest MF-er we've right. seen. So, yeah, he was. What's, what's the name cool. of that?
1: We actually talked about that in the last episode. Like, There's a name for that character.
2: Who's used to show the strength of another character? It, I, it's I, I don't I don't know, but you, you are I'm sure there is absolutely a name for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it is a story device. Yes,
3: mm-hmm.
2: and Bruce Lee was ultimately acting as that story device. Mm-hmm. And if you're making a movie that is highlighting the best of the late 1960s, then you have an opportunity here to use what in Hollywood at the time has to be one of the greatest. Uh, fighters ever and if in a story where it will ultimately be very important for us as the audience to believe that this guy is about to just waylay people while tripping balls as a matter of fact then we need to establish that he's the hippest dude ever and who are you going to have him fight Who's the, the hippest oh, okay, the fighter, foolish, especially yeah, right?
0: at that time period? That time period. Yeah, you really didn't have to Bruce, explain what Bruce Lee is about, and, you, uh, you and that's
2: what's and that is also, I believe, why it is in the movie why he carries the imagery, like the the, the visual image of Bruce Lee in that movie, is Bruce Lee early seventies, not Bruce Lee sixties, uh, in my opinion. You know, with the sunglasses on, and and I and I think the thing where it is that there's an irritation to to Quentin Tarantino's version of it, and I have no let me be clear, I have no room to speak on this at all. Uh, this is just my interpretation yeah. as being a Tarantino fan. Hey. Uh but to me it's not disrespectful. It is a caricature.
3: Yeah. Mm, that's, but I, that's fair. It
2: is a caricature. It is not by any means supposed to be an example mm. of what he is in real life. Like but I can absolutely was, guarantee yeah. that uh that um Sharon Tate was probably not just so innocently wonderful and, yeah. and that we need to believe that she is mm-hmm. to get the impact for the end of the movie.
3: Yeah, hit hard. All the
2: things in that movie are all pieces and elements so that that scene from the moment that guy busts through the door there to the end of the movie uh, gets the visceral emotional reaction from you. Everything up to that are the ingredients to make that happen. Right, uh, but you're you're not wrong. I mean, he used a real character that has a real fan base and is a real person, mm-hmm. and made him into a cartoon. Yeah,
1: yeah it, 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 he made him look very like. Uh, inept Like honestly, that's I was right. rooting for
0: I was rooting for Bruce Lee. I was like, come on, kick his I, ass. Even I was though, cool. With don't get me wrong. Like, like I was happy. With, I like I love um Brad Pitt. Honestly, he was he cool. was a badass. Like, he was cool. Yeah, like, but that's not the only touchstone in that movie that was characterized
2: right as a great example. Mm-hmm. Remember how they also have the backstory that he's sitting on a button uh, on a boat, a boat? yeah, and killed his wife. And well, there's we don't oh, know yeah, that we we for don't sure. Allegedly, uh-huh. there is also a Hollywood story of how the uh, actress Natalie Wood passed away, which she died on a under mysterious circumstances, on a yacht with... uh, Robert Wagner was also on the boat, and so was, who was an actor of the day, and Christopher Walken, who was also on the boat, uh, an actor of that day, uh, and the captain of the ship. So there's a whole mystery that works around that, and her name in the movie is Natalie. Uh, So that's another caricature-esque kind of thing. And I'm a big Natalie Wood fan for sure, Uh Uh, but I could clearly understand that's not... Natalie Wood didn't, you know... I guess the biggest tragedy for the Bruce Lee thing is that apparently the world in the Quentin Tarantino universe didn't get to have
0: the Bruce Lee in it yeah. like we got to. That, yeah. that actually
1: looked really Honestly, it was though, on point, honestly.
0: yeah. Like, I was like, dang, that guy, like, I believed that he was Bruce Lee, but... Yeah, because, <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> to,
1: to, to a lot of fighters, uh a lot of us look up to Ali and Bruce Lee. Like, a lot of us. Like, yeah. it's just, like, it's not even, like, it's not just, like, I thought I was, like, one of the only people who really, like, fucked that when I was a kid. No. And as I got older, it's like, no, it's like, a lot of them got their start, even a lot of them got their start from Dragon Ball Z, to be honest. Yeah. Like a lot of fighters are really into Dragon Ball Z and they just like transferred over there. like, you know, what? I'm actually okay with this. What, let's
3: this do it now. in real
0: life, uh-huh.
1: Yeah. Um, but it's just like I can only imagine if they used Ali, because Ali just recently died. Mm-hmm. It was yeah. like you used Ali in that movie and then you had him two two braggadoches and he, he just got his ass whooped. Yeah, oh. be like, yeah, he's like that.
2: Oh. Like, yeah, to be yeah, fair, to, to, be, to be, be, fair, be fair, he doesn't. Bruce does not get his ass kicked in this yeah. movie. He does get thrown. Into he a car. Thrown into he car. does get thrown into a is car. Really? But <laughs> now, to be fair, though, is that not also the Brad Pitt's character just did a defensive move, no different than what Bruce Lee would have done had you swung in towards him? I, I mean, I don't know the fighting ethics of it, you know, because I'm not a yeah, fighter. Yeah. You're right. These but but, but when watching it, um, I I see. Uh, the purpose that his character is serving, True, yes, in it. and uh, and so I understand where there's an offense that's there, um, because because he is using a real person to do a to do a to do a job of a story. Mm-hmm. Hey,
1: exactly, it's okay. Like I don't think anyone should be actually mad about it. No, overall the movie was amazing. Yes, and like you said, it served its purpose. Honestly,
0: so. yeah, like it's it was just sort of a bummer to see like the Bruce Lee. Like you know, everyone's like Bruce Lee wouldn't get his ass kicked immediately. He would destroy that guy, right? Right, and yeah, to see him get thrown into a car. Hurt, but it's like, okay, that makes sense. It broke the yeah. myth just a little bit. Yeah. I feel like
1: you did it, like this is reality, and it was just a movie. So yes. It's cool. I like the whole thing. Absolutely.
0: Honestly, I so. agree with you. Man, that was a good movie for real. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I, I didn't understand where it was going, because the thing is, I, didn't, I wasn't born back then. So for a little bit, like, I understood the Manson family. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he wasn't Manson
0: either,
1: family. but <laughs> uh, he knew a little bit more about that history than I did. True. Like, well, he's well-read. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I understood the Manson family. I understood the Bruce Lee. I understood a, a couple little things in there. But it was just like, overall, I was like, what was the scene for? <laughs> like, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? That, that was
2: like, sure. when you went
1: to the movie theater, I was like, who is this woman? Like, why is this here? Like mm-hmm. <laughs> You know
2: what I mean? Mm-hmm. The but. Tate murders are kind of looked at as the event that ultimately spun um, the, uh, well, it ultimately sowed the seeds to the end of the hippie or 60s movement uh, between, I mean, in the, it was not alone in it by any means, mm-hmm. but this 1968, like one 1969 are really contain a lot of huge moments that really arguably devastated certain movements and, 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 and altered ultimately the course of American history. Uh, and the Tate murders, the murder of Malcolm X, the murder of uh, Martin Luther King, all uh, Robert Kennedy, uh, all of these events were these huge moments. Uh, but at the same time, we've got going to the moon. Happened, mm-hmm. during mm-hmm. happened during this time period. Woodstock uh, happened during this time period. 60s were a
0: crazy time, honestly, yeah. <laughs> it was a
2: very turbulent time uh, because it was ultimately, at least in, in in what I've seen and what I've watched on this stuff, is uh, is that you had two huge factions that were ultimately smashing into each other. You had an old... Guard,
0: yeah, yeah, guard, of the
2: yeah. World War II generation of folks mm-hmm. who, who who fought for their country and they came back to an economy that was booming because of you know, because of the war years and because of you know, that a change to that dynamic. And then you have the 1960s, and, closure, a, yeah, and this group of people who are against this particular war effort that's going on in Vietnam, mm. and they're fighting against ultimately uh, everything that their parents' generation. Wants and desires and feels is the right thing for for the, their children right, and their children are actively rejecting it, uh, so those two things began to really swirl together and get in into that conflict, and what came out of that were these ethical questions. Uh, that generations the generation prior was having to ask itself, and the the way the attacks were, were coming you know from the defense side of the younger generation also had to look at themselves because now they were beginning to have children, and that 's the beauty of, of life actually is that it 's always our children that we get to see our reflections in uh, so
0: there 's that Wow. <laughs> so, so there's that. Yeah, right. <laughs> Dang, that's deep. And so it you know, sort of makes me wonder, like, how, um, to the, what extent that's happening today, too, you know? Like sure. It definitely is happening, but I am wondering, like, if it's as violent, at least not yet, like, you know, like the 60s in a way. Uh, you know, I don't know. And I don't know that it's a reflection of ourselves,
2: and I'd, 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 I'd hope that it's not. Mm-hmm. But, you know, uh, there's, I mean, What's happening in the world today between the the violence, thing, the violent things that do happen at schools or at public places or these kinds of situations? You know, uh, I, I I hate to think of the reflection that we're we're getting. Yeah, what what we're doing to imprint that in the first place? Mm-hmm.
1: Because like nothing nothing that happens. Video games, is, of course. <laughs> so, yes, yeah. the video games, of course. Oh, <laughs> I don't I don't think so. <laughs> well, you know,
2: I, I don't I'm not saying that it is, mm. but you know, this this it is very interesting, you know, as to to take the conversation back to grand You're theft auto. Right. Full circle. Looking at the type when you are given all of the freedoms and encouragement to pursue this life of crime, <laughs> <laughs> that mm. the online players are given uh-huh. in GTA, uh and you encounter a character that is or or a, a, a Another player mm-hmm. that is, as you say, uh, uh, griefing Grieving. you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I agree. And one of the funniest, by the way, mm-hmm. sideline note here, asterisk footnote down at the bottom of the page here, is uh, <laughs> I love this thought of anybody who defends a griefer, guess who they are online? <laughs> a griefer. <laughs> a griefer. Uh, uh. <laughs> which I really enjoyed that. And and I am not a griefer. I, I, mm. I, I, You're I nice. attest
0: to that. Yeah, you don't go out your way to go shoot people. <laughs> no,
2: but... Mm. That is i 'm afraid, or at least I believe it, at least there 's an argument for it that when given when given all of the freedoms available, what choices we choose to make in this and and in a place where we can have some uh, anonymous i 'm going to have <laughs> trouble with words here. Right. But oh, at any okay. rate, you know, where nobody knows who we are. Mm-hmm. And, that, and so therefore there are no responsibility for the decisions or no consequences for the decisions I make as outside of mm-hmm. the player possibly being better than I am uh, uh, and yeah. then griefing me for the remainder of, right. of my duration in that session. The whole time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But outside of that, there's, there's, a, there's a sense of bravery. And I, I don't exactly know how real that bravery really
0: is. That's true. You're not going to do that in real life. It doesn't really uh, correlate, actually. Yeah, like, well, at least I would think so. You know, like, who's going to go up their way, so like, oh, I play GTA on this video game. Now I'm going to go do that in real life. I'm going like, to go steal a car. And but taking it out of stars, GTA,
2: because so. you're right, video games are not only to be blamed, but take it to just a chat room, mm. and you mm-hmm. have one of these opinions that might be...
3: Uh, violent in
2: nature uh, mm-hmm. or, or inflammatory, um, and you get 14, 15 people agreeing with you.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Does that fake bravery somehow manifest itself into real courage? That's I was
1: just not thinking. I was like, is, does that turn into an actual. I don't know. Because there's, what, what makes it to where they won't do that? Uh, not to say that I'm not blaming video games, but it's just like.
0: Um, I mean, like, there's a lot of like I guess social norms that you know, sort of prevents mm-hmm. that, but at the same time. But if it it could, does happen every now and is then. Is there guess, a social
2: right? norm on the internet? Eric, no, better question. Mm-hmm. Would the same social norm for any public venue, mm-hmm. a rock concert, at the mall, whatever, be defined the same as the social standard or social norm for uh, an online chat room or responses to a YouTube video or so forth so, so on? they all pretty different.
0: Yeah. I would say, like, I mean, you aren't going to be like, you suck, to a person in person, really.
2: So then, there, so then it's fair to say there's a different set of social norms. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the social norms that are acceptable on the internet would be far wider yes. in birth than would in, in, in a real-life scenario. Yeah, I think that's
1: where
2: the confidence
1: you were talking about comes in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. like No one's ever came to me and been like, you suck. <laughs> you, know, I mean, like, you want to say that to my muscles again, right. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps at right. the beginning of a match
2: as a as a as a <laughs> way, or a way in or something, <laughs> but right. Yeah, like, but it just, like, I think my later, right? <laughs> well, and, and that's that's the thing, and and that's where it is that I I don't know the answer to this question, but it, and I think it's a philosophical question, but the one that I that I do pose to myself is when given those options, you know. Is it is it better to explore that in an environment like a video game where there is no victim? It's a victimless crime, as it were, mm-hmm. in, in quote, air quote again for crime. Mm-hmm. It's not a crime at all. But is it a victimless thing? You know, you know one's gonna be actually hurt. Someone's mm-hmm. character may be wounded right. right. and be damaged, but be, yeah. but yeah, outside of that, there's no real harm. Mm-hmm. Is it better to explore or exploit that? Mm. Inner crazy
0: mm-hmm. that some there. of us may have. Uh, yeah, my brother said that. Like he's like, "Gods will do bad things here because you can't do it in real life."
2: Understood. <laughs> but then the question becomes: Is 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 there also an argument just to be said that says the more you exercise,
0: mm-hmm. that the more you become muscle, like that? Mm. And that's like, something I do worry about. You know, I mean, <laughs>
1: thing, like, do you? I don't know. Like, I feel, I feel like there's definitely like a a level of self awareness that has to go into this because, like, when you're doing things online, yeah. you have to realize like. Not the act itself, but what you're doing is a part of who you are. Um,
2: I think so, that's true.
1: Yeah, like I'm not, maybe you're not going to kill people, but you are ruining other people's experience, like wanting mm. doing that to somebody. We'll say you're mm-hmm. like just hacking at somebody and just talking shit to them and make them feel terrible about themselves. Mm-hmm. You don't do that in person, we'll say yet, but you, that definitely is a part of who you are. You can't be like, oh, I'm the nicest guy. I would never. Like we just saw you, just like that's an actual person. Yeah, there's the a Black Mirror
0: episode actually, like where like I thought heavily about this. Like, um, sorry if it's a spoiler for people, but like there's an episode like where a uh, game creator creates an AI, like you know, and like he's nice guy in real life, but like online he's horrible. He it's like a Star Trek episode actually. Oh, yeah, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, like he treats his AI like horribly. Like they're like his slaves, and it's like 3D, so he goes into it and he treats them like slave. He treats like like his women like uh, sex toys and like he treats other people as minions and there was that uh, argument like where it's like well he's not doing it to real people you know it's like get the do it out there right inside this world but eventually you start to feel for the AI because you know you get to be in this world and you get to see like who they are
2: they become humanized
0: absolutely and you know like and then eventually like sorry for the spoiler too but at the end uh, they trap him inside this world and like he's he's just trapped he can't get out of this world and i think like this sort of leads to your imagination that he probably dies there because no one finds his body or no one finds him for like the next three weeks he's pretty messed it's up it's like christmas holiday he's by himself in this apartment no one's going to check on him he's stuck in this world right and you know it, it, they sort of make it happy where it's like yeah, yeah the ai escaped right and they, they can go live their life in the game world right but the same so time, they I was, themselves, I think. no, no, they didn't delete, they, they got into the real world. Oh, they got into the internet, yeah, yeah they right. got into the internet, yeah, right? the internet, yeah so. exactly. And everyone was sort of happy, but I was like, wait, 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 hold up, hold up. First of all, they killed a real man, <laughs> like their actions legitimately, like, killed him and, like, honestly, trapped him in like a dark hell for at least three weeks. You who knows, like, how long he lived yeah. if he was able to live. You can't control his body, you can't get out of this world, like, sort of online, but it's just dark. <laughs> and then, two. You just put these AI, like, on the internet. But anyways, back to that point. is like, is that guy worthy of death in a way? Or, like, or or even, like, a criminal or a bad person because he treated these AI incorrectly? Like, was he ever going to do these things in real life?
1: Whether he's, like, whether he, he deserves death is, like, definitely a debate that would have to, like, have a lot of talking. He didn't actually kill a physical person. But yeah. whether he's a good person or not, yeah. I mean, it's... Like, his, like his, his were, actions
0: showed, like, he was probably bad. Yeah. You know, he had like, these bad thoughts, but he only kept it to online. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, Even though, like, there's a good point you guys brought up, like, where it's, um, these AI, like, were actually based off real-life characters. Yeah, these were so, like, advanced AI. Mm-hmm. These were yeah. not machines
1: at all. It was definitely, like, I took your consciousness, put it in a Yeah, machine. he would get,
0: like, DNA from his people, like, his coworkers, in yep. creepy ways, for sure. You know, like, just... coffee cups, Yeah, whatever. coffee cups. Uh, yeah, right. And so, he would then
1: manifest that into the computer, and then right. he would, like, treat them however he wanted to. Yes. Um...
2: Well, the series Westworld kind of ultimately is dealing with this same thing, isn't yes. it? With kind of the what is the sanctity of life mm-hmm. and, and what is the value of life and what equals life mm-hmm. and you know what is the soul? All these kinds mm-hmm. of things. I need to get on
0: Westworld. I only saw episode one.
2: I think <laughs> it's like, it, well.
0: Go yeah. Ahead. No, 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 no. I mean, I just saw only episode one, and I was I like, I hear watched. how amazing it is, but I'm just like, dang, I keep forgetting to watch. I think
2: what, what is there three seasons right now? <sighs>
0: Okay, 3 is about to premiere. hanging
2: on for 3.
0: Man,
2: (laughs) so many shows
1: to watch. I'm mad. I'm still watching anime. (laughs) I want to say, like, uh, I guess it's like I was talking to Godzilla. Like, we played Overwatch a lot. And we play, like, I play League of Legends now. A lot of different online games. Mm -hmm. Um, Where you
0: have to work with other people. You have to work with other people. Mm -hmm. And
1: it's not like the enemy team talking shit to you a lot of times. It's your own team talking shit to you a lot. Like, (laughs) if you mess up, it's like they just grill you. They'll they'll kill you. They'll be like, uninstall the game, go kill yourself. You know what I mean? It gets ridiculous. And the report you have with these people is like... Because the thing is, Godzilla knows me. I play McCree a lot.
0: Uh, this cowboy so, shooting guy, yeah. DPS. Uh-huh. So
1: Godzilla knows that I'm the McCree on the team. Mm-hmm. But these other people don't know that I'm... They don't know Josh is behind the McCree. They just know there's some guy in the world who's playing this character. And, you know, he's messing up right now. I hate him. <laughs> <laughs> well. And it's the way they talk to you, it's weird. Because like, sometimes I'm like, I, w- I don't do that. Like I don't go online and... Uh, and uh, really attack people ever, mm-hmm. so it's it's a weird situation where I'm just like, are you not aware? Like, are you not self aware enough to realize that these are actual people and you're actually affecting, you know, ruining someone's day, or you know, this could be like a relaxing thing for some people. And I
3: just mute they, people they, if they start well, going yeah, off. I, your, yeah, I've
1: mm. noticed. I've noticed you do really well because I'm like, God, do you not hear the call? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, it, it goes to this weird idea that I'm just like, even though it's not real, it's not reality. You're definitely talking to real people. It, could you then be like, well, you know what, that's not really me. At that point, that is <laughs> mm-hmm. definitely you.
0: Yeah, like, are you still a nice guy? A you're way? not
1: really a nice guy. You're just doing it behind a wall.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're talking a lot of shit. You're, you're
1: like, being yourself. You donate to
0: charity, the but you talk shit to people online or something, right?
2: <laughs> Look, aren't we all, isn't it, I don't know, There's there's got to be a saying. I don't know what it is, but I'm sure there is one That's it's in those moments of stress and those moments of heightened intensity that's when we find out who we really are. Yeah. I mean, if it's whatever the it, it, military guys, I'm sure, experience this all the time, you know, mm-hmm. when they're having these incredibly, you know, Intense horrible situations, like that, situations that they're going through and living through and working together as a team to get through, there's a real life or death team thing mm-hmm. going on there. And, at least at least in the fiction that we have seen, uh, you see elements of that where there will be the same kinds of bullies and all this kind of stuff that gets introduced in other everyday life uh, but in those moments of intensity, do those bullies turn to be cowards and those are I mean those are kind of the things mm-hmm. we get to see from a story and fictionalized representation of those kinds of moments uh, I don't know what those moments would be like in real life, but I can tell you on a with less life at stake in work scenarios, I've have have had important decisions to make, and I've had in important jobs that need to be done, and people who are who have the ability to show outwardly um, an urgency to do something, an urgency to succeed, an urgency to do your best,
3: mm-hmm.
2: uh, and people are able to encourage that out of each other. Uh, those are the teams I see that usually survive or move on to the next level, right life is also a series of levels that we move through okay. and so one of the reasons why I probably shy away from so many video game experiences is because like God like you were explaining about god 's will he'll mute i I, I abandon mm-hmm. <laughs> i don 't there's no real life on the line here. Yep. When, I'm, when I'm doing whatever mission it is in GTA, yep. nobody's life depends on it. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, surely not. Not at <laughs> all, right? <laughs> you so don't
0: finish this mission, this Bobby kid in the hospital So dies, if right? somebody's <laughs> going to
2: jump on microphone and mm-hmm. start cussing and, mm-hmm. and being angry and being frustrated and mm-hmm. all this kind of stuff, dude, there's a thousand other lobbies to play in. I feel like it would get worse. It, I mean,
1: this might not be in the direction you are going with, but I feel like if it did get to that point where it was a high-stakes situation, it would just get worse. They would turn on their team faster, wouldn't it? Wouldn't you say so? Because I mean, if you're turning on your team now and this is a video game, like, we might lose point A <laughs> like, at worst. But like, imagine if there's bullets coming at us and you're the first one gone at that point.
2: In my experience, that type of encouragement works to a point between similar personality types. Mm-hmm. But to assume you could discover that, that's why military, te- that's why they don't break up units in the military or at least right. it's why i would guess they don't they put these guys through training together so they start at one mental place in the world and then end in a different mental place in the world you're you're a fighter and so you do um exercising i suspect you work out at a gym That's <laughs> the i way to say that. I, like sus- I, sus- I do some exercising <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh right exactly exactly but yeah. i but you i I'm, I imagine there are groups of people that you do this with
3: yeah.
2: uh and there are ways of encouraging each other that you guys have that the someone someone like myself like might be like I don't know what the words of it, i I can imagine what the words of encouragement would be and yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah there you go, those words yeah. they'll work Aww. they work in those scenarios because that's what you're looking for, but that. You, if some guy off the street came over and starts yelling at you, you're not yeah. doing your best, and I know you, and this, that, and the other thing. Um, that's where it's like, uh, well, anyway, that's where it's like for me, it, it feels like that. Connection, that human connection of being together, of growing up in that scenario, is what allows people to talk that way to each other. Yes. Being online in a game scenario where all of a sudden the answer to whatever ails the player is to berate verbally some other player, what is that?
1: That's what confuses me.
2: Yeah, and also makes that's me wonder te- where it came that's, from. Well, yeah. that's a team that doesn't want you on it, and that's the way I view it. Mm. And I'm like, oh, okay, got it. <laughs> Later.
0: Don't have to deal with this. Yeah, I like that. For me, I I like the idea of trying to persist through that. You know, like I just try to see if I can make it work still, even if like they sure. are coming at me like that. I, I mean, I, but I, I think that's a that's great it. mindset. Honestly, <laughs> is like why waste time and honestly like this life sort of is too
2: short for me anymore.
0: It, I, I feel that honestly. Like we're just we're like, what's the point? These <laughs> these that's moments
2: I mean. in life are so precious. Mm-hmm. They are so. Uh, they're, gone. Well, really. uh, they're gone. They're b- gone b- hardly as soon as you recognize they've happened. Dang. And, uh, and so, yeah, I don't, if, if I'm miserable, which is why it is I'm glad we found, you know, this team of players that we've found. It's that's really cool been great. and great, too. Yeah. <laughs> and, I'll, and I'm probably the one, actually, that gets frustrated more than anything. No, actually,
0: I feel like I get frustrated more. You're, like, the chillest one. Like, and it's, for me, it's rare when you get angry. And I'm like, when you get angry, I'm like, oh, boy, that, that's really bad. <laughs> I think the funny thing is, though,
2: is that in these scenarios we're talking about getting angry, often our anger is focused at ourselves mm-hmm. it's not focused at
0: you know yes so at, we can make at, ourselves better and like we <laughs> we feel like we're letting down the team honestly. right like, right it's not like oh my gosh justin why did you do you know even one of the guys <laughs> on our team has
2: the greatest thing every time he dies and he dies a lot he says oh, god's, god's will,
0: will. <laughs> i love it and i'm like i didn't die that time you died <laughs> right. Oh man, and even like that one time we played with Chris, uh, and he, like, somehow he just started blowing everything up. Honestly. That's
2: I've expected. That's what happens <laughs> when he plays any oh, game. Oh my
0: gosh. I think everything. He's quite positive. chaotic, honestly. Right, but it's yeah. fun, and like I do really enjoy the group. The groups, honestly, that like do play with us. I feel like everyone's trying to either have a good time or make the situation better for everybody. Yeah, not really. Well, it's ever Chris. I don't know about that. <laughs> well, I mean, but actually, I was going
2: to spin off on him for a second. Uh-huh. Uh, Knowing, knowing where we're trying to trying to get to, but he, uh Sabot, he, that guy and I would discuss the, these kinds of thoughts in and around Dragon Ball Z from basically the second or third week that I was at Funimation. Once we got kind of into a groove of working with each other, voice uh, director and engineer, we were looking for the connection points and what were story. Driven in vehicles, and the you know, which characters were serving a purpose to another future storyline, and where does this connect to that, and how can we make that come out within the dub a little bit more clear? I mean, these and, were the kinds right. of conversations that were happening. When we, it was the only, it was the first time I started in working at a place where what we were doing didn't stop when the clock. Struck whatever hour it was mm, that you
3: get
0: out, lock, yeah. Punch out, boom. No, no, Don't no. no.
2: <laughs> we were kicking it through there, and then we would go get something to eat, and the conversation continued all the way through dinner. We'd finish up dinner, we'd both get to his house, continuing to talk about this kind of <laughs> stuff. Maybe put on that day's episodes to watch them, and then you know maybe. I mean, it was that all. Oh, it was that right. all of the time.
3: Wow.
2: Um. So that 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 intensity and that that push that teammates, as it were, Mm -hmm. give to each other. Uh, It's what allows moments to where when I'm starting as a voice director and Chris is watching what I'm doing and he's going, I see what you were trying to do there, but I'm not exactly sure that you got there. Mm. Because that sentence is a really important sentence for an artist to hear. Mm. And we position ourselves a lot of times in friendships and couch ourselves in friendships that don't allow the friends to be able to say things like that. Mm-hmm. And moments where you're working out with exercise with the <laughs> with the people at the gym that you're doing that with, and they're yelling at you because you've got—I don't even have an idea how to make any references to anything athletic. <laughs> it's all
0: right, but, I was actually wondering myself. I was like, "How does that even work?"
2: <laughs> well, I mean, but I mean, you see it in movies, you know, where the guys put on come more on, weight. Do more yeah, weight. yes, right. go right. and you've got this, and you mm-hmm. can. I mean, but that type of adrenaline, that type of intensity, sometimes when you're you know trying to watch through 112 episodes of Yu Yu Hakusho so you you can figure out and give good respect to the entire story start to finish before you start dubbing it you know so did you
0: watch the whole thing in Japanese and then dub it or
2: well yeah wow. i would not have discovered that in episode 111 the blue ogre character was actually the narrator for the whole thing Oh yeah. Oh
1: man.
0: Yeah, that would have been a big that. foul. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I forgot about. I that.
2: watched it in one of those uh, one hundred
1: episodes. Uh, what was it? One hundred things about Yu hawk Show videos that are on YouTube. You know what I am talking about? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, one of
2: those explain that.
1: But oh. I mean, but yeah.
2: So I mean, exactly.
1: Mm-hmm. So I mean,
0: that's super cool though. I mean, I feel like people like because people also miss that like in like the whole dubbing process. I think like they wonder, I guess, like the level of detail and you know even hearing these things, I am like, wow, that's news to me, you it's know? It's
2: defining human relationships with each other. It's being able to lay, look at two characters that are interacting with each other and trying to decipher why do they interact together like that. Wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Tagoro brothers. Great see, example. We were talking about this
1: off the air. A little <laughs> <while ago. laughs> Go ahead, man. Please. Please. break this down for me. Because they were the most confused. Like, the older brothers specifically, their whole dynamic confused me. I was just like, I know he's the older brother. I see no love here.
2: But... Well, when he's you, so Weasley, and there's no reason to respect him as an audience member. And as he, we get to know the younger brother, Tagoro, we develop a respect and an admiration because maybe he's misunderstood. Because he does have a th-
1: level of respect that he shows to the characters. It's, it's
2: that Thanos thing. It's mm-hmm. that thing that allows you to look at Thanos throughout Infinity War and get to the end and go, well, was he? I mean, yeah, I... You know, Thanos I think, did nothing wrong. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, and so but that and that's and it's a very good comparison. They are very equal as far as that is concerned, because Tagoro is a horrible person. Mm -hmm. He's the younger brother Tagoro is an absolutely horrible person. He's not he is not misdirected, he's not confused, he is where he he wants to be. Mm -hmm. He is exactly where he wants to be. But his older brother, like most older brothers, feel they know what's possibly best because they've got more life experience. They know Mm -hmm. a thing. When the younger brother, Togoro, uh, fell in love, the older brother, Togoro, saw that as a weakness. Mm. And I don't think he ever forgave or ever lets his brother mm-hmm. drop that. Right. On top of that, I don't think the bro- younger brother ever wants to drop that. Even to when t- younger brother, Togoro, kills Genkai mm. on the uh, Skull Island, it's, uh, it's for a purpose, it's it's because it's the means to an end. It's part of this getting transformation. Yeah, it's part of this thing that gets him to a hundred percent is is to get this use case student to get freaked out and to do that, he needs to kill Genkai. So it's there's a there's a technical clinical reason for him to do what he's going to do. Again, the older brother Tagoro sees the entire relationship there as silliness. Mm. As, you know. Penny,
0: yeah. like a waste of time. Exactly.
2: It's literally a waste of time. Mm-hmm. You know, the whole reason why the, the, the older brother Tagoro is fighting in this tournament is to get this wish at the end of the tournament so that he can have an immortality or whatever mm-hmm. it is that his or gig is to do. That is his goal, that is his agenda. Nothing should get in the way. Any personal distraction jeopardizes that. Right. And I- so the belittlement that the older brother gives to the younger brother, I believe, stems from that. From that established relationship, man, that hell it even, you know
0: yeah that, yeah, right, like I mean, like I was you know, I was even thinking of myself as like, man, just how many people have this sort of question about Yu, Yu Hakusho too, right, you know, but even seeing like just how deep and in depth that relationship is, you know, I just saw Elder Taguro just a weird, bad guy who's on his brother's shoulder, and I don't like him get rid of him, right. <laughs> You know, and then, like, even being able to analyze how deep that relationship is between them. That's cool. But the
1: thing is, like, I've noticed that the creator of that show, the, you know, mm-hmm. u show and uh, Hunter x Hunter, mm-hmm. he's, I've said this a hundred times before, but he's so into his characters. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, he has the characters written out before the anime mm. or before the, uh... The you know,
3: end,
0: I guess, conclusion.
1: Yeah, so, like, the characters have their motivations and things before the show actually starts. Mm-hmm. And then there ends up being this whole, like, uh, the perfect example is the, the Zodlock family from, um, Hunter mm-hmm. x Hunter. The, um... Kilowish family. Mm-hmm. So uh, they're all assassins, like nine of them, maybe 12. I can't remember exactly mm-hmm. the number. That's a lie. Mm-hmm. But uh, they all have motivations. And the, they don't explain it all throughout the anime. They don't have time for all that. But if you want to go in and, in depth, you can actually go look it up. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the things is Kilowish has, like, two younger brothers. Because he has his older brother, Ilumi, mm-hmm. and then he has the two younger brothers who are dressed like girls. And you think they're girls until they start talking. You're like, wait, oh, it's a little brother. Mm-hmm. That's just but there's a whole complex
0: that the mother put into them. The but- mom... You but see, a like, the whole, whole dynamic page. that the whole family has with each but other. It's, it's never feel same. like a real family, even though they are very bizarre. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, a family of assassins, and the mom forces two of them to dress like girls because that's what she She wanted wants. a
1: girl, and she never got one, so mm-hmm. she just dressed like she's got a whole complex going across her face. And then she, he has the older brother who doesn't like him because he's younger than him, but he's just kind of a sit-in, he does electronics, and his family doesn't respect him for it because they're assassins. He's doing a bunch of electronic stuff, so he hates... Mm. Kilo. And there's, like, this whole family dynamic that you, would, you just wouldn't really understand the depth of hatred or where it's going unless you just kind
0: of. I feel like it's there. Like, mm-hmm. like, one thing I love about this, that show and Yu Yu show is, like, the relationships are there. But you can also watch it in a sort of surface level, too, where you can just enjoy it for what it a is, I guess. Part. But then you can look deeper and be like, oh, that hits even harder, you know, knowing, like, where they stem from.
2: Sure. I mean, you know, if you don't mind jumping into an episode trying to figure out now, why are they at this tournament stadium instead of the other tournament stadium? And then why is this? And so, I mean, that's, that's to me why it is these shows are kind of dependent on one episode to the next is it's not always the same kind of formulaic way of, you know, Monster of the Week. There you go. Mm -hmm. Using a Next Files reference, which is another great example of watching a human relationship development. Mm -hmm. That that whole thing of when it is the Fox Mulder relationship and or not Fox Mulder, that's one guy. The Mm -hmm. Fox Mulder Scully, Dana Scully Mm -hmm. relationship, and watching that bloom blossom over time, and Mm -hmm. then once that kiss happens, Mm -hmm. you know that moment that they. Well, it's a payoff at that time, Uh but then it becomes its own problem Uh because. After the spark has happened, after the lightning has struck, why are we watching? We're waiting for the lightning to strike for five or six or seven seasons, uh-huh. however long it takes. Uh-huh. And then after that, it's like, oh, they now had it's- that. I remember Marvel had that problem uh, at one point. Spider-Man got
1: married. And then they had to just... They killed off Mary Jane because they were like, we don't know what to do with him. Hmm. Now that he's married, it's like they were kind of just like, well, that... Jeez. There's this, you know, there's, James there's- Bond, too. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. Because uh, mm-hmm.
1: it's supposed to be like a whole, you know, dynamic. It's part of the. It's part of the play. It's like you know, there's black hat, and we don't know if he likes her, or if he likes Mary Jane. And mm-hmm. now you just have him married. He doesn't seem relatable. He's not a kid anymore. He's an adult. And
0: it sort of sucks though that he can't grow. I guess like yeah, yeah. they straight just killed her and off. And it's, <laughs> sort of, it's sort of cool like how anime just. Isn't afraid of that, you know? Like it just was like, okay, we're gonna keep on going and well sure,
2: but you don't have a lot of great husbands depicted in anime. True. Piccolo. <laughs> Piccolo's a pretty good dad. He's but- a single dad. <laughs> <laughs> so but yeah, I mean it, it, but you know, I mean how if if you're gonna be called in to save the world every I mean, it's the it's the Superman story. It's mm. that it's that penalty of you don't and Spider Man covers it as well. You know, everyone that you that you involve yourself with becomes a, tar- a victim and a target uh, if you choose to do that. And that's where this... It's really, I guess, honestly, it even goes back as old as to, like, samurai stories where you've got these, you know, uh, the, the, the samurai warrior who loses his family in mm-hmm. some conflict and Going then goes revenge. on revenge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is an age-old story because you can't gallivant around the world or the Mediterranean or Hmm. China or Japan or wherever it is you're roaming, uh, if ultimately the a focus of the story is the fact that your wife and children are at home trying to figure out how to live their life while you're out doing your thing. Right. It, you, Indiana Jones becomes like way less admirable when there's like a family waiting on a paycheck at home. <laughs>
3: like you gave us museum this time? Yeah, right. right. <laughs> that's great. Oh, great. Yeah.
0: Science. Okay. Well, what about us, Indiana? Right.
2: But, you know, and there's some great jokes that deal with that through, uh, throughout time. <laughs> On different characters, uh-huh. but yes all of the all of those stories uh you know you 've got that kind of balance, that decision that ultimately those characters, especially lead characters, have had to make, which is do you want a life of pleasure, or do you want to to make it to be someone because those are two right. different things, you know, and so there needs to be that that Value trade-off where you make that decision yeah. of what do you want
0: mm-hmm. was amazing. How, <laughs> how are we
1: gonna? How like what you, What would you even call your class at this point? you' right. like I feel like, like you went
0: in it's in like my... media honestly you know yeah like, like we we didn't get to talk about music, unfortunately, our sound guy was like, hey, hit him up about some music stuff, but you know there's only so much time we have, yeah, but music as a whole you know media as a whole <laughs> though you know, and just like looking deeper into it, I don't know what the title of the class would be, but he he would figure it out yeah, <laughs> yeah <laughs> I don't know,
2: yeah, I'm not the one that wanted to teach a class,
0: I, let's remember I... that let's, <laughs> you're
1: like you're like an anglo saxon uh, uh, Uncle Iroh. <laughs> <laughs> that is, that
0: is, that's, that's great, I think. <laughs> you could
1: definitely teach a class. We don't know what it would be about, but we would definitely be like, this guy t- some smart. I guy. would <laughs> take that
0: class. You, I think you would be like on uh, Rate My Professor and just be up there, right? <laughs> and it's like, I don't even have that as my major, but I gotta take this class, right? <laughs> but honestly, thank you so much for being on this podcast. No problem,
2: man. Thanks for being in Texas for as long uh,
0: as you, you have know, been. I, I, I'm glad it, it paid off for this moment right here. Yeah? Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly Good like, luck to you thank in you. Long Beach, man. Yeah, I appreciate it. I'm yeah. excited, nervous. Uh we'll see how it goes, you know. I'm moving in a few days. It's just a okay, it's just man. a place. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I wanna be in this place. <laughs> you're gonna like the weather in that place, I have True. a feeling. Yeah, honestly. I'm a And you're gonna
2: like the work you're doing. Yes. It sounds like anyway.
0: Yeah, honestly, that's what knock on wood, but yes, I think I will. Like I'm really excited. I'm glad I get to be in the nerd world still, you know? Yeah. Yeah, like my mom was like, Hey, why don't you go back to medical school? And I'm like, No. I'm good, <laughs> but honestly, this this whole podcast has been amazing. Thank you, honestly, for being my partner in crime, and we're, we're still going to keep it going. Yeah, we're going to keep moving. Yeah, we're planning Again, to it's just
2: like a source connect where you will both interview from yeah. afar.
0: Yeah, we're also planning to like honestly, like sort of split it up in a way too. So like we're uh, we're going to be going together, but at the same time, we're going to be doing like so... Dallas and LA. You, you want to yeah. explain that? It, it's
1: like we we came to a conclusion, and I mean, we'll see. It might change because mm-hmm. you know. We're starting out and everything. but yes. uh, It's kind of like when we're in Dallas. I'll be running that Dope from Dallas. He'll be running that Dope from L.A. Gotcha. So uh, you'll hear us talking to different people. It'll be a little bit more one-on-one. Maybe he'll have two people on. I don't know how he wants yeah. to run it. Uh, but when he comes back into town, we'll get together. And, of course, you, you know. Bring it
0: back like good old times. Yeah, no love lost. It's going to be good shit. Yeah.
1: I'm excited, man. Yeah. Uh, I'm actually I'm happy to even be here because I'll say this that before we even started the podcast. like uh, I got this whole Yu Yu Hakusho show Poster in front of me right now. Yeah. Uh, for it was for Helen actually, mm-hmm. but she loves it so. I actually met her. She uh, she makes my food for my fights. Yeah, she like she's straight <laughs> legit. Cooks. Yeah, like yeah. honestly,
0: like the last fight, like she saved she us to all. Like the food was immaculate.
2: So
1: I snatched this off her wall a second ago, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I'm getting her. because like we met and that was what she loved. She loved you me bring it back.
2: She'd be like. Why did he draw all over it?
1: <laughs> it's ruined. We're gonna get you, I need to get that signed for sure. She'll sure. freak out and she'd be sorry because like that's literally why we first mm-hmm. bonded. It was the New Hawk show. Yeah, man. But um, yeah, I'm happy to even be meeting you, man. Because like this is crazy, uh, and you just came to me. That is insane. Yeah. Because I again, like as a kid, my first big anime was Inuyasha, right? Okay. And then right after Inuyasha, I was like, man, these animated like this is insane. It was adults, so I was sneaking it.
0: <laughs> then, same yeah and
1: then uh, uh, at that time it, uh, Adult Swim had a, it would play like after Family Guy and stuff and mm-hmm. then they started having a Yu Yu Hakusho play and that was my first time seeing it and I was like this is the coolest character I've ever seen and I was like you know you want to aspire to be as a kid you definitely want to aspire to be that guy You're like I got to be that tough. Yeah. I yeah. can't be a bitch. Anymore. <laughs> right? You know Honestly, I mean? yeah. right? Yeah.
0: Like uh like um the, uh, the episode that we recorded before unfortunately again get to put it out cuz my computer corrupted. <laughs> yeah, right. But um like someone called me Yusuke and I was like I'm not Yusuke. I wish I was Yusuke, but I'm not cool enough yet. I'm working <laughs> on it. <laughs>
1: yeah, man. And I'm just like it's it's amazing that life has gotten me on a journey to where I went from this this kid just, you know, not a lot of uh, financial success or anything like that. Like, family was kind of struggling. Now I'm in a position where I'm sitting in Goswell's house talking to the man himself. That is insane. It's, a, it's a long journey. I feel happy, man. And
0: we're going to keep on going some more. And honestly, it's been an absolute pleasure. Legit, I want to hear you talk some more. Like, this is <laughs> yeah, <man. We> gotta- <laughs> like, like so great. Like, I was just like, wow. Yeah,
2: I- and I, like, first moment of getting to hang out. And I don't remember exactly what it is that spurred it to happen, but we ended up going to lunch one day. Yes. Over uh, at uh, La Peep, La Peep. Uh-huh. yes, yeah. Well, yeah, I actually still ordered.
0: Yeah, the the Drifter, uh, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. And we headed in
2: there and just started talking and got on famously. I thought, I thought so, so too. Yeah, I-,
0: I was like, this is great. And honestly, and I- so that was 2015. <sighs>
3: <laughs> oh wow. Nice.
0: <laughs> man, back in the day, I guess. Well, for me. <laughs> but I definitely have appreciated your friendship like the whole way through. Like it's been a pleasure. you Ten know? Years, and, man. and I'm really happy that you you got you came through for this. Like it was like Oh my like I was like even though like I asked you and then you said yes, I was geeking out so hard. Like I was like, Oh my god. I was <laughs> looking at my map and saying, that's an hour drive. It was an hour drive. <laughs> Dang. Oh, okay. Dang. I truly okay. appreciate that. Not man. a problem, We were man.
1: talking about this last podcast, uh, episode with Jeremiah, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was talking to God about how I don't normally feel a star ever. And I could, h- how did I hold up?
0: <laughs> did,
1: I, did I look okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean. And I was I, like, did I, did, I, did I come off? At and,
0: first, I was like,
3: come yeah, I was like, I'm going to feel about this. <laughs> <man."> right. <laughs>
1: Cause you know it's one of those things like I've never been starstruck or anything like that. Like I've met people before; it's never been a big deal. Mm-hmm. I think it's just cool. Yeah. But like when he walked in, he, guys was like, "Oh, I'm gonna go get him real quick." And I was like, "Yeah, okay, man, no problem." And I like was just setting up the room, and then I turned around, I was like, "That's him, Dave." <laughs> 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 you know what <laughs> I mean? Like I was like, it's just it's just a different feeling. Yeah. It's cool. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But uh, okay, man. Well, I hope I didn't disappoint. Not at all. No, I mean that, well, that just... shirt is fire. Honestly, yeah. I wanted to say that. Like I would. Buy that off you if I could. Like My wife
2: and kid got me this <laughs> shirt from the Elvis Presley store, so oh, it's wow. like from Blue Hawaii and wow. stuff. Wow, like that, right?
0: That's legit. Right. It's like a red floral type. Yeah, it's, it's I'll, I'll post a picture. Yeah, right. <laughs> but thank you so much for being on the podcast. Yeah,
2: guys, thanks for having me. Thank I appreciate
0: you. it. Uh, is, is there anything that you want to plug or anything that you before we go? Uh, Any projects? Uh, or I, don't I don't know when this pe- is
2: going up, but uh, I know that this uh, coming up here. What is it? September twentieth. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be in San Antonio okay. at. Uh, Somewhere, Okay. I'm at somewhere important, at somewhere that I'm just building up, not that I'm checking my phone. <laughs> so
3: see huh? what
2: the, it's a Comic-Con. I Joke. think it's like Big Texas. No, that can't be
3: right. <laughs> oh, <my brother's> gonna <laughs> it is Big
2: Texas Comic-Con 2019. All right. Then I'll be in uh, New York the weekend after, and oh, then man. I will be in um another town the week after. Non-stop. Good oh, gravy. I'm not sure. Well, it's just those... Oh, Los Angeles. Okay. At Los Angeles Comic Con. Okay. So, yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We got to uh, meet up again soon. Yeah. yeah right. We can see, see how
2: things, per- see how well I'm doing.
0: I know, right? You're right. All underwater, right? Like, there's so much going on. And um, definitely, I hope hope we get to see you yeah. again very soon. I would love to obviously speak to you more about. Yeah, all if these nothing else, soon. we'll
2: see you in Red Dead or
1: we'll yep. see
0: you in Los yep. Angeles. Yeah. Red Dead, hopefully, this week, honestly. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and then we really, uh,
1: started production on the new GTA, right? New GTA, yeah, there's a, there's a new one that they were six from what I understood. There was anything about that. Shine. I've seen
2: YouTube videos that like say like GTA six, I haven't clicked on one yet. It's never nothing's real yet,
0: yeah. Right. Like, not, I haven't heard it's all anything. very,
1: they're very like
2: under,
0: yeah. I mean, they've been I folk. Know, like, I mean, they made billions, legit billions of dollars from GTA five. So, honestly,
2: if GTA six doesn't take everything I've done in GTA five online and somehow put it into GTA six, they're gonna <laughs> have a hard time getting me to flip. I mean, he, he's a melee guy for <laughs> oh, sure. Oh man, uh, <laughs> I have Invested a great deal oh, into absolutely. that
0: game. Absolutely. So. And I mean that's paid off. I mean, yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> you yeah. gotta take at least the cars, right? I,
2: I, yeah. I like I like I liked the idea of I think someone had thrown out an idea of there being like a GTA six, and GTA six was in uh what's the New York equivalent? Oh, Liberty uh, City. Yeah, Liberty City, yeah, yeah. And you could go to the airport in oh, and fly, GTA and 5 online mm-hmm. and then fly and then a loading screen and then you come into GTA 6 wow. and you could port back and forth. That'd and cool. just like in real life, you wouldn't be able to drive all your vehicles over there, yeah. but you could go back mm-hmm. maybe with and an improved graphics 5. engine uh, and do GTA 5 online. Cool. I don't know. That'd I be, be super cool. the later of those seasons.
0: Rock star. Hope you're listening, right? <laughs> well, because they
2: didn't, I, I assume, intentionally, they didn't, they, it's not called GTA 5 Online. It's mm. called GTA, GTA Online. Online. Mm-hmm. So my assumption it's would be possible. if there was a GTA That's 6, a catch. there mm-hmm. would just be a Online variant. Yeah, I just would hope it
0: ties yeah. in. I mean, yeah, you wouldn't want to restart your whole. I hope everyone has to start to so Jump in.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 There's no point right
0: now. Like, no, shit, now's a good time to jump in. I would say. I think get into it. Like, we have a level 20 person on our team, and jeez, like kicking ass, honestly.
2: If I'll you look good. at it from the perspective that you've got like a huge world to be able to play in, it's it's great to get in. Um, but I mean, there are ways to get into public lobbies that don't have people,
0: people. in it. Mm, yeah.
1: There's not like a uh, it's not like a stat thing though, right? Like where if I'm level one playing at level 60 I'm just going to get destroyed every time.
0: It's Depend- more a, you can well, win. it depends on it's what you're t- trying to do. Exactly, right? Like if you're trying to shoot him like if you're like playing like a death match you could actually beat that guy. Okay, then yeah. yeah I, could do mm-hmm. that. Like there, like, I thought it was
1: like there's just no way like I'd just be getting smashed No, like, there,
0: there's some people who are dedicated to just Making people sad, the griefers, right? <laughs> the right. people like who are following people around and just giving them help. But just like Justin said, you can like go into a lobby for yourself or with like your private party and just focus on doing missions or the things you want to do. And there's so many things to do. I mean, you can play tennis. Yeah, you know, you can. There's literally a ton of stuff mm, to do. Yeah. you can arm wrestle somebody. You can just legit actually even watch a TV in your apartment. It's and true. like have to be a, a good great great time. Way to let time pass. Yeah. Pretty dope. Yeah.
1: Can you play Hulu from the game? Play what? Like Hulu or Netflix? from the no. no. If they... Oh, my God. That's the next step. Ironically, there's only like
0: three TV channels yeah. in GTA. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty fun, though. Also, even like the radio. Just listen to the radio.
1: I feel like the next step is to have GTA where you can go to someone's house who has a big screen. The screen would just like close, like, you know, viewing on the TV and you can like play your Hulu or your Netflix. <laughs> like plays that would, yeah, you could watch movies with your friends online. That'd be pretty cool. That'd be the next step. Like, hey, guys, we're waiting for a mission to start up. You know, would you, to you want monetize to watch... All that.
2: Your TV show, like, through a, like, G, like if you have, like, a, because, I mean, if you do that, then you've got, like, whatever, whatever, what is this? A, a you got a 65-inch TV. Uh, Inside right. of that, you've got your character sitting in his apartment looking at a television, whole, which is now only taking a not portion. Not this inception.
1: Of- we're going we're gonna to zoom in on the TV and make it, like, the whole border. Oh. Yeah, because then you'd be, like, you're watching it, and you basically watch it with your whole crew. You just watched, like basically had a sit-in movie with
3: your crew. That oh, then that's that why they don't
2: do it because my whole crew doesn't necessarily subscribe to Hulu and Hulu doesn't want me <laughs> giving right, away
0: free movie time. Exactly else. right. Yeah, as the campy does like one channel and like hey, seventeen people are gonna watch it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know right. Mm. you gotta figure out the Hulu people that. are on to you man <laughs> it was his idea not mine <laughs> yeah, we're, we're gonna cut
1: this off we gotta get out
0: of here <laughs> is there anything you wanna plug Josh
1: nah man uh, I think that's it I'm yeah. out man. I'm content. We did some good work man Indeed. Yeah. we're keep gonna, gonna keep going. doing good work together. yeah.
0: oh yeah man, thank you guys so much this has been amazing oh, yeah, I'm
1: sorry keep up for that party uh
0: we have big party coming up in October. Oh, yeah, October 25th, yeah. I'm planning to do now it's not gonna be a Batman party, it's gonna be a My Hero party. So I'm planning to do like a villainous My Hero party. Creepy, bad guys, just my hero. More details will be coming out pretty soon online. So that is it. Yeah. Thank you guys so much. As always, stay dope. <laughs> Peace.